announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Congratulations. You played yourself. The legend thriller is here. I am the heel of the seals the deal, the villain of the face, chilling the anti hero of the eyes. Let me see your boy, Mr. Rated R. And our third man on the broadcast team. He's the man that single handedly took down Ring of Honor. He's the analysis of the yellow OC. He is a straight shooter on Twitter. And when it comes to wrestling, he has a radar or FOMO from the mean streets of LI. FOMO. Going on, fellas? Yeah. What is going on, Ryan? Man, for some reason, your audio sounds like you're underwater right now. What about That's now? Mine. Good. What about now? What about now? You sound good, Leo. Mario, let's hear it. Let's talk about wrestling. There we go. There you go. You there have you go. come above water. Thank that, you. that was really Not weird. Swimming. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, Leo, what you do? I didn't do anything. <laughs> Clearly, you did something because you said, "How about now?" So you definitely no, tweaked. Something. I just put I just put the volume down from the from the computer over there, right? So put well, there. You, you go. Uh, yeah. Problem solved. But, uh, happy Sunday, guys. What's up? What's up, guys? What's going on, Leo? What's up, bro? We are too mellow right now. I know. This Let's... is a, this is like if it was a wrestling show on NPR. Like, welcome back to NPR. Today we're going to be talking about the WWE. No! <laughs> no! no! Some of these fucking you know shows you know sound what? like that. You know what it is? <laughs> you know what it is? I-, I need to wake up. So how do I wake up? How? It's hashtag. Rebel time. Ah, that tastes good. That tastes good. I got a problem with my doing, camera. I have to start doing a gimmick, but with coffee. I didn't get a chance to do, get coffee this morning, but I should just start doing a gimmick. I think that. you have. I think some of the times that just me and you have done a show, I think you have been sipping coffee. Or yeah, gin and juice. I have, it's, it's, so, you know, I, I <laughs> ran out of K-Cups, so there's there's that problem. So it's either going out to get coffee, uh, and I don't have any... Uh, you always have to have a stash there, have, Ryan. Um, always, always I know. have I to have a stash. In, in the words of Dave LaGreca from Busted Open, lack of funza. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With some of the conversation that we had last week. Whoo, man, did you spend some money, bro? <laughs> I'm here for the story, but we got other stuff to talk yeah, about. Yeah, let's, let's, all right, let's yes, get into yeah. it, guys. All right. I hope everybody's doing well, but let's get into Brian Sandex says, What's up? Daddy? What's up to the Royal Ramble or the Ramble Royalty, Brian? What's up, brother? Let's go, Rangers. Okay. Hey, um, 
this is still good promenade. Yeah. Oh, you said Ravens. Okay, I thought you said reindeers. No, no, let's go Ravens. Let's go. Okay, Ravens. okay. Let's go okay. Ravens. Just I'm, not, I'm not a hockey guy, bro. I'm not uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I kind of was like, wait, what? what? Yeah. Like, I could have sworn you said Rangers, but then I was like, oh wait. Let's go Rangers. Okay. Well. All right. Anyhow. Anyhow. Any. Anywho. This anywho. is a. It's been a very mellow start so far. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. What the hell's wrong with you guys? I don't know. I man. don't know, man. It's that type of morning. It, we, yeah, could, we could turn on the NPR voice. How are you, Mario? No. No. <laughs> All right. Turn it up. Let's go. All right, let's get into it. You know what? Yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to go off. Not maybe not quite right now, but I am about to go off though. Uh, All right, let's get into it. So, at a random, it was like I think it was what was it? Wednesday night or Thursday night? I think it was Thursday night, right? The releases you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we'll go with Thursday night. So Thursday night, Thursday night, Fightful reported Sean Rossap reported that John Morrison. The whole entire hit row, <laughs> which is Isaiah Swerve Scott, Top Dollar, uh, Ashante Adonis, Tegan Knox, Drake Maverick, Shane Thorne, and Jackson Riker have all been released. Now, this is two weeks later from the last batch of releases that we got. Okay? <clears throat> Didn't take them long. I, I mean, I mean, why wait two weeks? Why wait two weeks <clears throat> prior to a pay-per-view, a big pay-per-view? "Quote unquote big pay per view that's happening this weekend or whatever. Why do it? Like it just makes no sense to me. Um, before we kind of touch on the individual individuals that got released, I'm gonna give the floor to Ryan because <laughs> oh I know Ryan. Not that he has a lot to say, uh-huh. but he kind of predicted this a couple weeks back. <laughs> Let's go, Ryan. Hey, I was generous. I gave. I, I didn't. I didn't put a timestamp on it in the tweet, but I said to myself. In six months, this guy could be, you know, gone. And boy, was I wrong. It wasn't even, wasn't even a month. It was like, it was like three weeks or whatever. Um, listen, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to go off and, and make this into a big thing because I don't know. I, I sound like, you know, an asshole. I, I don't want to make it seem like I'm happy this guy lost his job and everything like that. Um, and it just doesn't, you know. Again, it, it's, it just goes to show, though. Like, don't. And I guess, you know, he's still going to do it anyway. Some people don't be that. Don't be cocky. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like you got to know, like he looks like a fool now, man. Ryan, what you're what you're trying to say is this. Congratulations. You played yourself. Yeah, man. It's simple as that. He uh, like I said, you know, I mean, not that he really talked crap about the competition, but he talked crap about, you know, some of the other guys in the industry, man. He called them out. He got big headed. He got really big headed and gassed. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he he was. I don't know how, and I don't know why, he was so confident. Um, you know, after seeing, you know, I mean, again, this is not the first batch of releases. We've been seeing releases go on since April of 2020 in this company. Okay, so nobody's safe. I don't know why he thought he, out yeah. of all people, was safe. Okay, and then he put out a tweet too. Um, it was this was a couple weeks ago as well. He's like, oh, you know, don't compare us to everybody else who's come, you know, before us on the main roster. We can promo. Dude. Congratulations, you played yourself. Bro, it doesn't matter if you can promo, it doesn't matter if you can wrestle five-star matches. Nobody's safe in this company. Look at the guys that have gotten released before you, okay? They were amazing wrestlers, amazing uh, promos. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, it, it's sad, though, like I said, uh, with the whole entire group. You know, how much work the Triple H put into putting those guys yep. together yep. And, and gals together and how... You know, I, I would say for the most part they were over, right? In NXT, you know, it, it was it was an act that had potential, and without any rhyme or reason, they just get cut 
um, after being up on the main roster for a few weeks and making how many appearances? Here, Two? Here's a funny thing. They 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 really got the shit end of the stick, the whole group, because they legit got called up to the main roster. And that, contract-wise, that changes everything because it went from a 30-day, yes, um, yeah, yeah. you know, like where, where you can't do nothing for 30 days to now it's 90. So they legit... Like, granted, like, I get when they get released, they still get paid for the next, like, 90 days or et cetera. But still, it's not the point. You can't do anything. You're kind of, like, bind. So, for me, while when we talked about the whole top dollar situation, like, I personally didn't mind him kind of going at it. I thought it was like, ah, oh, all fun and games. But I do agree with you in the sense that he came out too cocky and too big-headed. And it's like, fam, you haven't really done much. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That for, was my problem. Right. Yeah, for, like, listen, I, I like the friendly panther, too. Right. I, I don't mind, man. When, when WWE... Um, superstars take shots at AEW and vice versa. I, I like that stuff too. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, I mean, and it could be because I'm biased because, man, the Young Bucks and Adam Cole and whoever else he's talking about, I, I'm sure he was signaling out the elite because, right. you know, of course, of course. And that's going to bring the most, and, and, like and that's going to bring the most attention as well. Right. And so, like, I don't know, like, I'm biased towards those guys because, man, I've been following these guys and you as well, Mark. Right. Like, uh, from the freaking beginning, dude, I, I, we read their book. Like, we know what they've been through, man. And for some, some guy like him, to just come in and start talking crap just because of, of the sneaker things, which, by the way, he got worked on because if you watch BTE and stuff, and, you know, I'm sure they are sneakerheads, obviously, but they they build it up to, like, you know, that, that's their gimmick now. Right, They right. just spend unnecessary they, money they're, on They're trolling. They it's a troll. Yeah. Right. Their gimmick right. is being trolls. So I just don't like him calling out those guys like that when, like you said, he hasn't done anything of relevance in this business. I'm not even just talking about in WWE, but in the business as a whole. So well, that was my problem with it. Um, it's funny too. Then he comes out with a rap. I don't know if you saw it about like, uh, and he he names AEW Impact New Japan Ring of Honor, bro. Like, is this guy living under a rock, bro? He's <laughs> he's mentioning Ring of Honor, and he's like, oh, I'll take my talents anywhere. Like, bro, you ain't taking your talents from Ring of Honor. The company's about to be dead. And and it just shows how much he knows about outside of the WWE and, and, bubble. And, and then I also with him is. Like I in I kind of read like the cliff notes of what I didn't get to listen to it or whatever I just have no interest but like I've kind of read the cliff <laughs> notes on like that he's the hottest free agent um no you uh, aren't well, bro not- you're, Ooh, you're not like he's the hottest free agent you're not the hottest free agent and I'm not saying you don't have potential to do something else in the business but to to say that you're the hottest free agent no you're not um it is a shame because as a collective especially more. For Shane Strickland, Isaiah Swerve Scott, I'm a big fan of that guy. Yeah. Huge fan. Like, since going back to his independent stuff and the run, the incredible run he had in MLW, MLW World Champion. So, I feel for him. But it, it was just a miss, another missed opportunity by WWE. Like, you have this, you, you build up this stable. You could have done a shit ton with them, both as heels and faces. And then you just shit can them. All of them. So uh, yeah. it, it, it's just like, what the fuck? Like it, it goes back to what I said a couple of weeks ago with, with these other recent batch of releases. I'm like, I get it that it's just a business. Cause that, that's what all these WWE loyalists, the diehards, apologists, the defenders are saying. And, and trust me, they're out there. They, they mm-hmm. are like it's a whole bunch of, them. Go, they're going out of their way defending WWE. Like mm-hmm. I get that it's just a business, right? But when you're a wrestling fan, when you're a fan of this shit, it is quite disappointing when you keep on seeing these towns get released and a lot of them didn't get a fair shot or they got no. rehired like a guy like Morrison and you made him a comedy act when he was a world champion in Impact and he was a world champion in AAA. Like, you made him a comedy act. Like It's like, why bring these guys back to your company? 
Yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I really, I don't even know what else to say at this point. I mean, it, just when you think the releases are, are over for quite some time, it's like we get this out of nowhere. And, I mean, you know, it's... Uh, it, it, they could say budget cuts, but, man, I just it's feel bullshit. like they, they are just realizing that they completely just tore apart the entire industry, right? They ran roughshod through the indies. They rated Impact. They rated everybody on the... Everybody was on the market. Everybody who left left Impact uh, a few years ago, every, everybody who was hot on the, on the indie scene, like these guys that we saw, like Alex Zane, Blake Christian, all that, they just scooped all these people up, then realized, you know, after NXT shit the bed uh, in the ratings war, and, you know, Vince realized he wants to go back to the old way of... of producing NXT, he must have realized that, listen, like, we, we effed up here. <laughs> we can't use all these people. They, they, these people are not money to us. They're not, it, they don't do anything for us. And that's ultimately what I think it comes down to. Vince looks at these guys, it's like, who can make me money? Who can't? And the people who doesn't think can make them money, he just gets rid of and doesn't care, you know? He just releases them from their contract and, and is done with them. And it's interesting to, to think about what the future of the WWE is going to look like because we're seeing an NXT 2.0 right now. We're seeing some of these guys. Um, oh you know, God, these, these Odyssey Jones, these <laughs> Grayson Wallers, these these random Joes from freaking you know football and weightlifting and all that. NXT is so unwashable now. It's oh, I, unwatchable. Yeah, I, it. I, yeah. I, I listen. I, I I have it on as background noise, like or I just kind of like fast forward through it because it's just yeah. so fucking bad like i can't wait when the show's over so i could just watch chucky that's how yeah. bad the show is <laughs> chucky it, is chucky's more fucking entertaining to me the chuck the storyline in chucky is more like i'm more invested in that than probably anything that no than, than nxc as a whole nxc is just an unwatchable product and i get you mentioned the whole ratings thing right how nxc lost the ratings war with with aw like whatever but you know what nxc for the most part, when it was ran by, for the most part, even though there were some days where it's like, ah, it was an okay show. Don't fix what's not broken. And you could say that the whole the old NXT, the, the original NXT model, from a Vince point of view, was broken. But guess what? People were actually invested in the towns. People were actually invested in the show. It was broken because he never understood it. That's why it was broken. Uh, Brian Sendek is saying, Any, anyone who believes that budget cut is a blithering moron. Well, guess what, Brian? Let me tell you something. There's a lot of WWE defenders that they actually are going with that. Yeah, yeah. That they will Listen, actually it, defend the company instead of feeling bad for the talent that got released. Tell me how that works. But yo, know, isn't it crazy how like you know? So like all these people on the indies, right? They're 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 grinding on the independent scene, right? And like probably not anymore. Like the goal isn't WWE. But, like, you got to think, like, what are these guys and girls on the indies that are grinding and, like, working hard to become a, a professional wrestler on the big time, right, on the big stage? Like, is WWE going to, like, ever sign any more independent, like, wrestlers, like, actual wrestlers? Like, I know they want, like, there was rumors that they wanted to do away with that, and we could see the, the, the result with, with all these got random. The rumor, NXT, I think, is, like, but, for women, it's, like, 25 and under, and I think for men, it's 30 and under. Wow. I mean, that's just crazy, man. I just, I'm really wondering what the business is going to look like in the future. Like, if, like I said, I mean, these guys and girls, the only big time stage really, besides the W, well, what, like where you could be a professional wrestler and, and, and be on television and be mainstream is AEW. 
you know not everybody but, can go there but not, so like, and, is that gonna be the new wwe like well that that, the that's, the, that's another problem too and, and and that's like the flip side of things right like Oh, you know, these towns deserve better. Wait until they go to AEW. Not everyone could go to AEW. Let's get that's this problem, fucking yeah. my idea. Like, like you know, Jonah Rock, he just debuted on Impact, and that's something that we've been calling for weeks now. Like, perfect, you know, and, wow. and that fits for him. So, fit. good, so good for him, right? Yep. But <laughs> that was the name of our last episode. Not everyone can go to AEW. <laughs> yeah, Literally. yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> not everyone could go. It's the truth. Not everyone could go to AEW. I mean, we got to... If we if we want the best for these talents, right, we got to kind of put our fandom aside and, and just look. Look at how flooded AEW is. Like, AEW is flooded with talent, and then the free agency market is flooded. And, yeah. you know, while we could speculate on some of these talents, some of the talents that we care about, because let's be honest here, nobody gives a shit about Jackson Riker. Nobody gives a shit about, about oh. him when he was when he was Gunner in TNA, and nobody gives a shit about him. He's, he's just a forgotten son. See what I did there? Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, too, let me just point out, it doesn't, well, I don't know, for me personally, I don't give a shit what anybody's political uh, views are on anything. So everybody was calling for his head because of his different viewpoint and, and everybody else. Like, I get that, but also, like, the guy is entitled to, to feel or however he wants to feel. So my hatred for him has nothing to do with his political views or whatever. It just has to do with, like, what a waste of time. <laughs> like, like this, guy, this, guy, this guy added nothing, nothing of value. Even in NXT, he was, he was worthless. And the fact that he survived all these cuts and you're seeing all these other people getting right. released, that was my problem with him, okay? So I know a lot of people are happy because of his political view, but I really personally don't give a shit about any of that. But he just, he was, like you said, a forgotten son and <laughs> maybe he'll go back to being gone i don't know uh, I, I just don't want to i just want to see him gone that's what just, that's what <laughs> i want to see all right um i guess all right i, I want to put a pause quick on like where we can speculate some of these talents i want to talk about something else that did come out like legit the next day you know the rumor mill started going on and you know, our, our friend Conrad, you know, the mortgage guy, which he has like a, he's like the podcast king. He has so many different podcasts or whatever, which I listen to majority of them. <laughs> um, I love Conrad. He's a, he's a great guy. There were rumor that came out, uh, not rumor, it was more like uh, speculation that there's a possibility that Conrad and Jeff Jarrett might want to start up a promotion. Uh, you know, Jeff Jarrett started TNA, okay? He's the founder of TNA. Conrad is a very, very, very smart guy. So I think some of the mistakes that Jeff Jarrett did in the early days of TNA, that's not going to happen here if they were to start a promotion. Now, I know some of the Packerheads are like, oh, my God, there's so many wrestling promotions already out there, blah, blah, blah. Listen, the free agency market is flooded. And if there was another promotion to come, I think in a perfect a perfect world, we would want like Triple H to leave the WWE and start his own thing. But yeah. what would be the second best option here? What if Conrad and Jeff start something? You know, I I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be against that. I think it would be a good look. Um, Conrad seems like the type of guy that if he's gonna do something, he's gonna want something. He's he's gonna do things the right way. Control uh, right, especially with like the stuff that we've seen with him in Starcast or whatever. Obviously, his mind for the business. I think if if the rumors are true, if the rumbling is true, you know, I wouldn't be against Conrad and Jeff starting something here. I, I think it would be great. You know, uh, Conrad has a, a lot of resources in, in the world, not just in professional wrestling. I think he could probably ink a deal um connections with with a with a tv network i've been saying it for years since 
TNA left Spike TV, and now it's the Paramount Network. I think that void of professional wrestling in a, a TV network like that, I, I think we should get wrestling back uh, on the Paramount Network. And I think if this potential idea of Conrad and Jeff starting their own thing, I think that would be the perfect spot for them. Um, what the promotion would be called. I don't think GFW would be the answer because we, we know that was like a hit or a miss. But if they was to start a new promotion, I would be against it, man. I think um, you got you got two good minds there. Um, Ryan, what do you think about the speculation? And if we do get something here, where do you think we might go with this? Yeah, man. Listen, I don't care who starts up another promotion. I don't care who it is. Um, I think it's it, it could work. Um, you know, like you said, the, the 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 business right now is booming. Uh, there is so many top free agents too on the market too. We're not even just talking about like, you know, Isaiah Swerve Scotts and top dollars and all these like you know mid card level. <laughs> the way you said top dollars sounded. I, uh, the way you said top top dollars sounded like you were throwing a little shade there. Like yeah, top dollars of the world. Dollar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, but it, there's some big name, there's some big name free agents out there. You got Bray Wyatt, you got Braun Strowman, Keith Lee, Karen Lee. Cross. I mean, man, you had the list. Yeah, listen, like, dude, there's a lot of top names out there. So, like I said, I don't care who it is, um, but you know, I, I have confidence in Jeff Jarrett. Um, you know, I don't know about Conrad Thompson. You know, I mean, you know, he'll, he'll dip his toes in there, but I'm sure Jeff Jarrett will will do most of the work since he's experienced in that field. You know, he, like you said, he's he's created TNA. He attempted Global Force Wrestling. Uh, you know, I mean, listen, I was actually a little excited for that at first, but uh, it's just never got off the ground. I, I know. I, I was, yet. too, with the whole New Japan stuff. I got excited, too, but it just never got running. Like, it, it can never yeah. pick up steam. So- I, I appreciate him trying. I appreciate his effort, but uh, just I guess maybe it wasn't the right time. But if they want to start a new promotion now, man, I think the industry needs a new promotion. I agree. With Honor shutting down, with WWE almost being, well, not almost, like pretty much being like a non-wrestling company now, you can't even really put them in that category. Um, I think, you know, there's potential there. It could could end up being something. Right now, of course, it's only speculations, only rumors, whatever. But if there's some conversations and some talks about it, and if it's really serious, man, I'd be on board, man. I would support it. Go for it, man. I think now is the time. Uh, uh, and in the chat right now, uh, Poncho goes like, "What if NWA had a bigger budget and a TV deal?" Let me tell you something. They're not gonna get no bigger budget and no TV deal if they got guys like fucking Cyrus. Um, not Cyrus. <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Brodus Clay. Tyrus. Yeah. Uh, Brodus Clay as one of their fucking champions. You think that's Why gonna not? fucking? Because he's trash. Nobody gives a shit about him. And listen, I still like watching the NWA. NWA Power on YouTube, but. The the fucking what what you call the 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 whole pandemic that didn't do them justice the whole Marty Scroll thing that didn't do them justice either you know because they had like this big match um set up last year between Marty and Nick Aldis that didn't happen they yeah, they, they were building towards they were building towards that and now you got guys like Tyrus as one of your champions Can you th- you think anybody's gonna fucking pay that unless the NWA I'm, I'm not, I- and again, I mentioned this last week, man. The NWA, man, is like that goes way back, right? How much history does that have? This is 2021, man. Like, I, I appreciate Billy Corgan trying to revive the NWA, but I just feel like those days of NWA being a top promotion in the wrestling industry are have been long gone for a long, long time. I just I don't see NWA out of out of all companies being the next big thing in the wrestling business, man. Like I said, I appreciate the effort. The NWA power, while I've never really watched it, I've heard good things about it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but it's just, you know, I, I just feel like a new, fresh promotion yes. coming up out of nowhere would excite people a lot more than one of these promotions that we've been seeing, like an Impact or an NWA, you know, it just it would be more exciting. It, it would just freshen up the industry, more places for people to work, different matchups. Uh, you know, it could be a part of the, the new Forbidden Door. You know, so um, there's more things I, you I could do. Like you mean that's the way to go. Uh, Conrad was uh, teasing little things. Um, you know, when this little rumbling started happening, he said like my world championship wrestling because my role is the name of Jeff Jarrett's podcast. So he put that. I'm gonna go with. Starcast Championship Wrestling. <laughs> I would go with that. I don't know, man, but I, I think um, I think with Conrad's business mind and Jeff Jarrett's wrestling mind, they I think they got something there, man. I, I think they can make something happen. Actually, I really I really do hope so. Um, I know, like I said before, some of the Peckerheads were complaining, like, "Oh my god, there's so much different wrestling promotions. There's only so much wrestling promotions I can take." Like, dude, you gotta understand, not all these towns could go to these the promotions that exist now, like New Japan. We used to always be an option, but the problem is right now, due to the COVID situation, they're not necessarily an option unless you're doing New Japan strong out here, which it's cool. Right. Like Jonah Rock is obviously doing New Japan stuff, um, New Japan strong stuff, which is cool. But I think at the end game, when when you do business with New Japan, you want to be at the Tokyo Dome, you want to be at the Cork and Halls. That's what you want to do when you work with New Japan. That's like the end goal, right? New Japan strong stuff is cool. But you don't want to do that. Like uh, a Tom Lawler said that in a re- in a recent interview, he said something down the lines like, "Listen, I loved everything I've been doing with New Japan Strong so far, but I want to go to the Tokyo Dome." Mm-hmm. Of course, and listen too for the peckerheads that are complaining. Oh, another wrestling company. Listen, whether you watch that company or not, if you care about professional wrestling, this is a good thing for the talent. Okay. You know, yeah, I realize there's a lot of wrestling to watch at the moment, okay? And not you can't watch everything. I don't watch everything. Hey, hey don't watch WWE. Everything. You'll save uh, you'll save about a good <laughs> six hours. That's true. Yeah, you'll you'll save a lot of time there to invest in another promotion. But it's like it's so hard to watch everything, man. Like you got Impact Thursdays, you got uh, NXT. You know, we mentioned it's it's unwatchable. But like, there's just so much stuff out there that like I don't even watch everything. Thank God for social media. That's how I keep up with everything. But whether you watch it or not. This is good for the business, and if you care about the business, we need to see somebody else come into play here, scoop up these free agents, and give these people, these guys and these girls who have sacrificed so much to become professional wrestlers and to thrive and to make money for their families, we need to see them, you know, have work, man, have places to go to other than AEW, where it's already bloated as it is. Yes. And Impact, where, like, you know, they only do tapings every now and then, and the money is not all that great. Okay, you got NWA too, which I, that's probably the same thing. The money can't be that great. They do tapings every now and then. AEW right now, besides WWE, but again, not really counting them because they're they're releasing all these guys and girls. AEW is the only place you can really go to in the wrestling industry right now and make a decent living on yeah. the big stage. Yeah, it's true. I mean, you know, so uh, you know, we need another company in there to help these people out and uh, you know, give more places for people to work. It's not yeah. a good thing. Yeah, and. and- not only more places for people to work, but it gives us options like, hey, we don't like watching this company. Hey, let's watch this. You know, hey, let me check out this pay-per-view that's on this Saturday night. Like, You need options. Yes. You need options at the end of the day. And for those people, like you were saying before, Ryan, that are getting mad because there's too much wrestling or, or, again, it's because you need options because not everybody likes the same thing. That's why you have TikTok. That's why you have Facebook. That's why you have Instagram. That's why you have Twitter. So people could choose what they want. Uh, and with wrestling, you need that too. So, 
Shut the fuck up and enjoy, people. All right, let's go through some of these names real quick. We're not going to go through everyone, but uh, let's Jose start. Vasquez. Let's no. let's start with uh, Tegan Knox. Uh, she got dealt with such a bad hand, you know, especially with, like, injury and stuff, and we never really got the payoff with her and Candice LeRae either. So it, it's just like it was just been miss after miss, and they put her, put her with Shotzi and SmackDown, and they win matches, but then they separate them for no reason. It's unfortunate, man, and she's. I think she's only twenty seven, so she's still very young, man. So I, I hope she lands on her feet. Way younger than that. She's she's I'm younger than twenty seven years old. I I, mean, I could be wrong, but I thought not too long ago she was like. I thought didn't she sign with WWE when she was like nineteen years old or twenty one? Uh she, was, Le- she wasn't in WWE for seven years, was she? Tegan Knox is twenty seven years old. There you go. Oh, okay, okay. I, I stand mistaken. I thought she was a lot younger. Twenty seven. Okay. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> November 15th, 1994, in Wales. 94. Leo was 15 Shut at the, the f- time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing the math myself. I don't need you to do the math too, Mario. <laughs> uh, I-, I feel bad for her. I feel really bad for her. Because um, you could tell, like, it, it, I don't know if you've seen her interviews, but... She has like a very strong passion for wrestling. Like she's like a big Kane fan or whatever. So I feel really, really bad for her. I do hope she lands on her feet. I think, um, I think you know when it comes to her, I think anyone could pick her up. I, you know, I would like to for her to go to AEW for the simple fact that yeah. hey, it would just boost up their their women's roster. You know, I would, when it comes to like the women, I kind of have like a not I want to have a, like a different take. Like I still feel like AEW's flooded, but yeah. I feel like they could. Get more, more women. women. They could use yes. more women. They could put more women on TV, which has been a, a, an issue that AEW has been struggling with. But I, mm. I would like to see Tegan Knox on AEW. But hey, if she goes somewhere else, you know that's cool too, man. But I think, um, I think that she's gonna be a get. I think people are gonna want to, you know, uh, book her for like indies and stuff. So you know, I wish her the best, man. But I, I think she'll be all right. What do you think, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, I can see her in Impact. I can see her in AEW. I, I selfishly hope she goes to AEW. Just because of, you know, look at what Tony Khan did with somebody like a Ty Conti. Yes. Who was in NXT for so long. Was nothing special in NXT. Was not a standout. Didn't really do much for me. I never cared about her. You never, no, no reason to. <clears throat> Comes to AEW and man, Tony Khan gives her opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. <clears throat> She's shining right now. She's one of the best women's wrestlers. I mean, that's, and I, it's just my opinion. I'm, you know, I, a lot of people were down on the match that she had with Britt Baker at the pay-per-view last week. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of Ty Conti. And so my point is if what Tony Khan could do with somebody like her, who came from, you know, WWE and NXT and wasn't, you know, given a fair shot, what could he do with Tegan Knox? I mean, what could Tegan Knox show us that we, she hasn't gotten the chance to show us in, in WWE. Uh, so that excites me right there. Uh, I totally agree with you though, on the women aspect the AEW can definitely use more women talent. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see her there, but right. like I say, I could see impact as being a destination too. Impact loves you know the women and of course their knockouts division is loaded. Yeah. Um, they so just, really anywhere, but I, I think I think she'll be she'll be fine. They just announced last night too that at um, Heart to Kill, which is going to be their January pay per view, they're going to have the first ever um, Ultimate X match with women, and the winner of that yeah, gets... that's weird. That's weird. But you know what? If they put the right women, I think they could do something there, man. I'm, you know, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's I'm, I'm I, that intrigues me for sure. Right. I'm not gonna you know sit here and say, oh my god, what the hell they're doing. It's weird because the Ultimate X has always been for the X division. Right. So it's like, this right. almost seems like they're just trying to do something to just like give, like, I don't know, like, not not that they're trying too hard to, to push, you know, the women doing all these crazy matches. Because in TNA, back in the day, women did the cage matches and right. everything. 
Um, but this just seems a little odd, but I, I'm but who, but who, so like Gail Kim, she still does, um, she's still like one of the agents over there. Who knows? Like maybe the women collectively was like, Hey, we want to, we want to do something crazy or whatever. And yeah, you know, Gail Kim pitched the idea and then, you know, I think I'm, 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 I'm very intrigued. I'm definitely excited. I'm really curious to see what women they put up for this, uh, ultimate X match in hearts to kill. So, you know, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Hey, they, they gotta, they gotta scale those, um, those ropes and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we never really seen the women like do anything like right. that, you know, right, we, right. We've, seen, we've seen them climb ladders. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most, like, we, we've really seen. Um, so that's, yeah, I mean, listen, if, if you're not intrigued by this, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. Because, you know, if you watch Ultimate X matches in the past, you know, you, you it's... They're nuts. They're nuts. Should be, should be interesting, yeah. All right, let's talk about Hit Row. Isaiah Swerve <laughs> Scott, Ashanti Adonis, Top Dollar. Um, top listen, Dollar, my favorite. I think, as a collective... <laughs> I, as a collective, I think they're all money together, but I have a funny feeling that they're not gonna they're not gonna continue with this hit road thing. Maybe yeah. when it comes to like a music aspect, they'll still like do music together or whatever. But to me, Shane Strickland, he, Isaiah Swerve Scott, he he's a fucking star. He, he was a star before he went to WWE. He has his he's charismatic as hell. He's great in the ring, man. And I and I said it too um, uh, in one of my stories this week. Whenever he gets booked whether it's an independent promotion or he shows up in another company like MLW, going back to MLW or maybe like an AEW or Impact, wherever it is, and he uses a theme that he was using in the independence, which is um, um, Ain't Nobody from Shaka Khan. When he comes out to that theme, massive pop, bro, for Shane Strickland. So I'm more excited for Shane Strickland. I do hope everyone else from Hit Row lands on their feet, whatever they decide to do, whether it's in wrestling related or anything else. But my money's on Shane Strickland. I think he'll be fine wherever he goes man because the the guy's just money yeah i i could see him in impact um he's got that connection with sammy callahan i know they're like really good friends um mm -hmm. uh, i'm sure he's got a lot of other friends there too i i just feel like that's going to be the ultimate destination for him I, I feel like aew doesn't need a guy like him all right i mean you know they, they pass on a guy like buddy murphy i just feel like this he um you know shane strickland he he fits in the same boat as that where it's like he's a great talent but at this time, what does he really offer right. AEW to really need to, to go out and get him? You know, he's just, he's another great talent. They have plenty of those. Um, so, yeah, I, I just feel like he's going to end up in impact. Um, and, hey, you know, maybe do a, the indies and stuff like that. As far as the other members of Hit Row, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know where they end up. I, I you know, it's just, if they're not together, I just feel like... Those those other guys don't benefit from you know anything. Well, come on, like, man! Top dollar, the biggest free, the the, the you know the the, the boy, the, the biggest free agent right now in the in the in, the, in you know this crazy flooded uh, free agency market. He's the biggest free agent, bro. He's going you to bring know? him on. Listen, guys, he can promo, bro. Sign him. He can promo. Can yeah. he? Nah, he could talk on the mic. You know what? Okay, all, jo so. all jokes all jokes aside. You know what I could see Top Dollar doing if anything? Selling sneakers. <laughs> I could see him hosting something. I could see him hosting something. Obviously, we saw him do the stuff that he did with um, what was that? Uh, uh Hidden Gems, whatever that WWE show was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Hidden Treasures, whatever that on A and E. I could see him being like a host in something. I don't know if he's gonna continue being in a, a professional wrestler. Like I said, I, I want everyone to land on their feet somehow, whatever. And I, I think there's potential there for something. Now, what that something is, I don't know. But I think, it, you know. Us wrestling fan knows the the shining star in that whole group was Shane Strickland, Isaiah Swerve Scott. That that was the yeah. guy. That was the guy. But um, yeah, yeah that, that's all really, really I got to say about Hit Row. 
Yeah, man, me too. Like I said, it's just, uh, you know, like I said, all jokes aside, it's, it's unfortunate what happened. The group had potential. And, uh, you know, it looks like they put a lot of work and effort into, you know, all those raps and the videos and stuff like that. And it's just like for it to be cut like that out of nowhere, it's a shame. Uh, our boy Jose, friend of the show, goes like, Mario, you're going to Survivor Series. This is my response to you. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> Fuck no. I'm not going to Survivor Series. This is the worst booked pay-per-view in God knows how long. Why would I go? But it's Survivor Series. I don't give a fuck, man. It's WWE. I don't give a no. Come on, bro. No. It's for brand supremacy. Man. You know what? And, 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 and we got one more name, but I'll say this, and, and then we'll move on to John Morrison. I've come to the conclusion the, the past couple of days, and I, and I said this to Ryan. I also said it to the Rush Friends already and Teddy. Shout out to them. I'm out... I'll watch the product the best I can if something interests me. Like, there's some couple things on SmackDown that grab my attention or whatever, but like NXT is unwatchable. Raw is just raw, whatever. Somehow it's now it's better than NXT, but I am done <laughs> investing my money in WWE, and I don't know till when. Um, I'm not saying that I'll never go back to a WWE show, but I don't remember the last time I spent like my money on WWE. I well, can't you were remember. looking forward to going. Uh, yeah, it, I'm just done. I'd rather spend my money on the independence. I'd rather spend my money on AEW, MLW. If Impact comes around, I'll spend money on them. But I'm done wasting my money on WWE. They they just, I just, it's unfair what they keep doing to these fucking talents. I'm just done with them. I'm completely done with them. I think the last time I spent a dollar on WWE was the last, like, Edge shirt that came out. You know, the one with the star that says, like, uh, what was it? Um, uh, it kind of class. That, something like that. Mm -hmm. That was the last time I spent my money on WWE related stuff. I I'm done with them. I'm just done. I'll watch. I'll tune in the best I can or whatever. And this is not me. This is not me being anti WWE. And this is not me like knocking anyone that goes to continue going to WWE shows or going to WrestleMania or whatever. Like, good for you if, th if that's what you want to do. But me personally, it's going to be like a very, very long time for me to spend my money on WWE again because it's just unfair. Like, they, they, they haven't been this profitable in God knows how long, but for whatever reason, they keep on continuing releasing talent, talent. They hire talent. They do nothing with them or they make them a fucking comedy act. And then they, they just let them go like nothing. Like, I just can't do that. I, I, just, I just don't like how they <clears throat> make, how they treat their talent like they're expendable, which is fucked up. And I know some of the peckerheads and some of the WWE loyalists and the apologists and defenders are going to be like, well, it's the, it's the business. People that tell you like, oh, well, business is just business. Don't let that take, like, dictate on how you feel about this company and what they do with their fucking talents or whatever. I'm not saying yeah. don't watch the, the show anymore. If, if you want to continue watching, that's fine. But don't let some fucking jackass that knows nothing, that doesn't work for the WWE, tell you how you need to feel about you being disappointed when it comes to WWE. Or or whatever. It's, like, it's your opinion. At it's the your end of the day. right. Don't don't <laughs> let these jackass and these jackoffs that that apologize for everything that WWE does try to dictate on how you feel about shit. Yeah. So no, I will not be going to Survivor Series. Um, I'll watch it, yeah, but you know, besides like two matches, there's nothing that really interests me there, and I wouldn't spend my money on it. I'd rather spend my money on on an independent show like WrestlePro that's gonna be around the corner for me next Saturday. And guess who's gonna be in the car? Joey Janela. So I might spend my money on that. Yeah, listen, it's almost like, I mean, for me personally, I watch just for specific talents now. You know, I support the talent more so than the company. Um, you know, I just know what WWE is nowadays, so it is what it is. You can take it or you can leave it. You can watch it. You can not watch it. It doesn't matter. Um, they're still going to be making money. It doesn't matter. Exactly. You stop watching, whatever. It does mm -hmm. not matter. Um, it, it is what it is. Yeah, it's, listen, like, it's it's uh, it's run by a heartless old man, and, and 
I just hope in the future things could change. That's really it. Like, I just don't know how it could get much lower than this. Um, it's sad as a fan and, you know, as a human being too, I feel for these performers and these talents, yep. you know, it's just, uh, <clears throat> like I said, we could, we could do a whole two hour show just mm-hmm. on, you know, the state of WWE and everything like that, but it is what it is. And, um, you know, I, I tune in for good things here and there, you know, if the Roman stuff, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, for me to sit down and watch a whole roar or SmackDown, I have not done that since God knows how long. Yeah, dude. Um, all right, let's finish up with this list because then we got to move on some other stuff. Uh, some more, some more upbeat, some more happy stuff, you know, because this WWE situation is just fucking depressing. <laughs> uh, John Morrison, another guy, talented dude. It, it's a shame that he, you know, this second time around him returning to WWE couldn't be like a world champion or been like in a main event slot. I think that sucks. It, it's a missed opportunity from WWE because this guy was a world champion outside of WWE, like when he was in Impact, like when he was in AAA. Another guy, I don't see him in AEW. Maybe he goes back to Impact. Maybe he does business with MLW again because he did have a cup of coffee there. Maybe he goes back to AAA. I think John Morrison could continue doing a lot of things or maybe he just makes a round in the indies or whatever every 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 promotion he goes to he could be like johnny russell pro or whatever it is he could keep doing that <laughs> i mean that was a good gimmick in itself right it was a great gimmick so i i see him continuing doing stuff like that i do not see him in aew but it's another guy i see him perfectly fine or whatever because while wwe didn't value him the rest of the world in professional wrestling values him so i think john morrison will be just fine yeah, he's got the name value, man. Like John Morrison, he's had two runs now in the WWE. Um, you know, this isn't the first time he gotten released. Uh, he knows what to expect now. He knows what else is out there. He'll be just fine. Not AEW. Um, I agree. I don't think AEW needs to sign him, nor do I think they will. Um, you know, Impact, NWA, MLW. I mean, it's really, it's, it's ultimately when we talk about these releases, it's like, okay, are they going to go to AEW? If the answer is no, and it's kind of just like to pick one specific promotion is impossible because nowadays you could do three different promotions, Impact, yeah. NWA, you know, MLW, whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he'll, he'll be just fine. Him and his wife, uh, maybe they'd be a package deal or something again. Mm-hmm. They will uh, land on their feet. Well, what, one thing we also have to remember with all these lists of people getting uh, uh, released, right? If you actually look at it, you always have three different tiers. Like the top guys that you know could work in any company whatsoever – then you have the second tier where like, okay, like maybe he could do here, maybe. And then the guys at the bottom that maybe need more work in the independent scene. Uh, uh, and one last name I forgot because I just think he's fucking talented. Not only could he work, but I just think he's a, such a comedic character. And that's Drake, Drake Maverick, Rockstar oh, Spud. I, I yeah. see him going back to yeah. Impact. I see him going back to Impact because he's just so talented. He could be a heel. He could be a face. Talented guy. Be both at the same time. <laughs> I don't. He has a fucking hot wife, so he's he's winning. He's fucking winning. All right. So I, I got uh, you, bro. I got you. I think uh, I think he'll probably end up going back to Impact because at the end of the day, um, I feel like while his, some of the stuff that he did with WWEs were real funny or whatever, but I think like when he was in Impact, they valued him more there. So I see him going back yeah. to Impact. He had a story, something for you to be emotionally invested. And one of the things that Ryan said before, like there's some of these people that that you can't get, like you don't feel anything for them. It's because they never give him a chance. You guys were talking about Taya Conti uh, and all the time that she spent in NXT and all that. You feel emotionally invested because she's there. You see her. They take you on that roller coaster. It's not just a pop-up on a four and four that comes in at the end and is the first one out. So, but again, Dali. All right. Let's. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you ready to laugh a little bit? Ryan, you're ready to laugh? Oh, I'm yeah. waiting for the story. 
Dude, so let me tell you something. Shout I mean, out. Where do we even begin? Uh, so, shout outs to uh, Lucha Outsiders alumni, Sammy Suplex. So, we attended the big event last Sunday. Not both days or whatever. We attended the big event just for Sunday, specifically to meet Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson. Okay. So we get there. I uh, uh, Sam got to my house about nine o'clock, and we got there about tenish. We got uh, to 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 this uh, hotel. Now, one thing I noticed, I'm like, this ain't the same hotel as um, you know, where the big event normally is at, in in you know, in um, by LaGuardia Airport or whatever, right? Mm. So for those that don't know, the big event is pretty much this uh this meet and greet. There's like uh you know this wrestling. I guess con like a, or whatever a convention, you, yeah. yeah, convention where you you meet these wrestlers or whatever from the past, present, future, you know, whatever from all bunch of companies. Okay, okay. So I attended one a couple years ago, and it was cool. It was cool, um, packed, but it was cool. Uh, I mean, while it was a, a mob of people, for the most part, it was pretty ran, pretty organized. Okay, even though it was packed. I get we get to this place and I'm looking at this line. I'm telling Sam, I'm like, dude, this is a long ass fucking line. So get prepared to fucking wait. All right. I get in line. We're just standing there, whatever. It's fucking cold. And I think at one point, this I, was outside the building. Yes, outside the building. I noticed this. Is so not, not even okay, Dali. So at this point, I know that this is not the same hotel. So I don't know how it is going to be inside. Okay. So. At one point, I think I needed to go back to my car to go get something. So I'm like, Sam, I'll be right back. So I knew Ryan was going to be there, too. So I messaged. I was going to message Ryan, like, just telling him, like, dude, this line. I don't know if you're here right now, but this line is fucking insane or whatever. Somehow Ryan beat me to the punch, and he messaged me. He's like, dude, where are you? So I'm like, I'm here. And I'm like, yo, this line is crazy whatever. And I forgot if you called me or I called you. Yeah. Uh, I, or, or you saw me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw you walking across the street, yeah. Right, so Ryan is, like, way more ahead of the line or whatever. And uh, who was who your uh, – I, I forget the dude's name. Who's your boy? Um, My buddy was, Jeff. Okay, uh, so Jeff. Jeff. Shout-out to Jeff, man. Great guy. So, <laughs> so um, he's with his boy Jeff, and I, you know, cross, you know, I cross, and I'm talking to Ryan. I'm like, bro, this line is fucking crazy, whatever. And he goes, like, so who are you with? And I'm like, I'm just here with me and Sam. He's like, you guys want to just cut in here? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So I call Sam. I'm like, dude – Walk straight. Just keep walking straight, bro. You're going to see me here, bro. I'm here with Ryan. We'll be fine. So Sam comes up. We start bullshitting. And we just start talking, whatever. We legit are in the same spot for like about an hour and a half, and we haven't even moved, okay? We're just. This was ahead of where you guys were. Yes, yes. Awesome. Okay. So Let's so we're, we're, we're legit there for like an hour and a half. We haven't moved, whatever. We're just like, bro, this is going to take us all day, like whatever. So we just start talking. We're talking like war stories, right? So Sam, this is one thing that I learned about Sam this week. And, I, and for those that have been a diehard listeners of this show, know that Sam doesn't have really a good record when it comes to meeting wrestlers. No, but we figured no. something out on Sunday. We figured it out. We don't think Sam's the issue. I think Sam just has bad timing because we noticed that <laughs> there's a track record. Like a lot of wrestlers that, that he's met, right? It's either something bad has happened to the wrestler. They're about to get fired. <laughs> they're either about to get fired, or it's like at the end of like their of the like of their uh, tenure in WWE. So like, he, he would have met Keith Lee like the day before. <laughs> uh, who know? I, well, I mean, Keith Lee. Keith Lee seems like a cozy guy. Maybe not, but like we talk about like the John Moxley situation, like yeah, yeah. when he met him when he was Dean Ambrose. Sasha and, Banks, remember? <laughs> well, no, he said that Sasha. He said Sasha didn't give him a cold shoulder. He said that Lita did. 
and like Lita was like a dick or whatever. And I'm like, well, Lita was great to me. So that was pretty much like the ongoing thing. So we started laughing about that or whatever. Like Sam was just dropping some gems there. Shout outs to him. He really so, was. It was hilarious. It was. It was. Listen, we laughed so much. Ryan and I laughed so much that day that our cheeks were fucking hurting. It was just mm. fucking Yo, hilarious. <laughs> I had. I was waiting to meet Kenny, and I. I had to like to tell Mario and Sammy, dude, guys, just stop making me laugh, bro. Like, stop. <laughs> just stop talking because I can't smile anymore. I, I'm not gonna be able to smile in my picture. So, okay. So while we were waiting in line, there's this guy that was working the big event, right? Like just. A, you know, like a typical New Yorker, he might have been just dr- he might have been drinking on the job. I-, I can't I can't prove that, but I- it just seems like he could have been drinking on the job. Okay, <laughs> so he walks up and he's just asking like he's asking us like who are we meeting? Like he asks like for those that are meeting like so and so, you guys could come up or if you're just meeting this person. Um, he's just asking questions or whatever. So there's this guy behind us. Okay, all right, this tall dude. He looked like a typical Joe Bear. He just t- looked like the typical annoying wrestling fans that it just it, oh. he's just <laughs> whining and complaining because he hasn't bought a ticket for any of these wrestlers, right? So what the fuck's he doing there? Well, I guess he wants to buy it at the venue, which they, you could do that, but you know you might. I guess you might get into more of a hassle, right? Yeah, you're so, the one holding up the line there, buddy. So he's behind us, and he asked this guy, this guy that I'm telling you, uh, the guy that I, I suspect that he might have been drinking. Mm-hmm. He goes like. Um, I'm trying to meet, and the di- the guy completely cuts him off and goes like, "Listen, I don't give a fuck who he's trying to meet." <laughs> <laughs> so you had to be there, it was <laughs> dude. And you know what makes it worse? The Welcome second to New York. So the, what makes it worse is like everybody like around our area, right? When he said that, everybody just started laughing, bro. Oh my Every, god! Everybody Pop just the shit out of everybody. <laughs> Everybody just started laughing. The guy was so fucking pissed off. And he, and he was just, so serious, too. He didn't even say it as a joke. He's like, I don't give a shit who you're meeting. And his face <laughs> was still serious. And we're all dying of laughter. So, and uh, I don't even think the peckerhead even, like, argued with him. No, he, he didn't. Just he just shut up. Like, and, yeah. and, and he, just, he just kept on complaining online. Just kept on complaining. So we're now we're moving up a little bit on the line or whatever, but it's still like a lot of fucking people. Like a lot of people, whatever. And I think um your boy Jeff at one point went to the bathroom just to see um well like what was going on there, just mm-hmm. to see how crazy the line is. So when that yeah. was happening, this lady comes up, right? <laughs> this lady comes up and goes like, Hey, is this um for like the wrestling thing or whatever? And I'm like, and we kind of just like nodded and kind of just like nodded yes or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. big show is here, right? WWE, uh WWE, right? And I just looked at her in a straight face. Leah, look, look. Uh-huh. For these I looked at her in a straight face and I was just like this. <laughs> right? And, and Ryan's like, Ryan's like, come on, man. Like, she don't know what AEW is or whatever. Come on, John Jones. She, was, she literally was like it was like, Are you here for the WWE convention? And and Mario's like, no. And then she's like, Yeah, the big show, WWE. Mario's like, he doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Mario. <laughs> she just she, was, she looked so dumbfounded, and I'm just like, all right, Mario, she's not gonna know that. <laughs> so then we were saying like, yo, she's never changed, bro. Never she was, changed. She was she was <laughs> Because she was, like, hopping on the bus, like, whatever, and I, I don't know if she was going, like, to work or she was just like, leaving oh work or whatever. oh, my God, whatever. is John Cena here? No. I'm sh- <laughs> Ryan goes like this. She's probably, like, on the bus right now. Like, the guy's such a fucking asshole, whatever, trying to tell me. Bro, never change, bro. Never change, bro. Never. <laughs> so that happened. So we're moving back. Like, we're continuing moving in line. There was, like, um, there was this, um... There was this girl, there was this couple or whatever, and I think that the boyfriend had left at one point and then came back inside or whatever. I don't know. Uh, came back in line, I mean, and she was kind of like interacting with us or whatever. 
and she was kind of laughing at some of the some dumb shit that we were saying. So we're still waiting in line. And at this point, it's like two hours plus that we're still in line. The line has moved up a yeah. little bit, okay, right? Okay, how much did it move? Like maybe 10 feet? 20 feet around the corner? Uh, the thing is, it, around, it, I would say around, around the corner. Around the corner, yeah. around the corner, right. So two and a half hours just to go around the corner. Pretty much. Yeah. So, and the, yeah. the convention was supposed to start at 10. We're still out there at 1230. Right. So, <laughs> and you guys got there before 10, right? We, I got yeah. there at 10. I got there at 10. When and Sam and I got 9 there at 9.30. Okay. No, because you're used to, okay, like the line's going to move. You know, you don't have to get there at 5 in the morning. They're not selling sneakers. So, well, they so were supposed <laughs> to check your tickets at 930 and then let you into the convention at 10. Okay. Something went totally wrong, though. Well, well, a lot of things went wrong. So we're still in line. So <laughs> poor lady. I'm telling. I'm telling. Oh no, there's another lady that we're oh, gonna, we're gonna crap more. on <laughs> later okay. on. So, so we're gonna we're go that bus line. lady. So you know me, Leo. I'm I'm over here like, yeah. listen, we we just gotta try to make the best out of it or whatever. Yeah, of so I'm telling like, you know, we're we all kind of have that face like, what the fuck, man? Like, why is this the line? Like, whatever. <laughs> so I'm telling. So I'm telling like Jeff, and I'm telling Ryan, and I'm telling Sam. I'm like. Just think about this, guys. Like right now, some fucking peckerhead is like just talking Brian and Kenny's Omega's like ear off right now, like saying something like, uh, "Remember back in 2016 <laughs> when you was wearing the vertical tights and uh... <laughs> right so there, this right was so this was just an ongoing thing that I just kept on saying throughout when we were in line or whatever. Brian, how is it like to be with like one of the fellas? <laughs> How is Thanksgiving? Kenny, what was it like when you won G1 Climax? <laughs> you face Goto? How was that like? Hey, Brian, do you ever get confused with Bri and Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we kept on making a lot of people laugh. We're, we're, we just buried random people. <laughs> so, so when we were the worst part is I actually do see people asking them stupid ass questions. That's the thing. And, yeah. So, so okay. So one of the guys. Now this is a different guy from the big event that shows up Let's and he go. goes like, "Listen, um, not, not the not, not, not the, the give a fuck guy. not the give a fuck guy. Okay. We, we were hoping that he was gonna come back. We were, dude. We were hoping so bad that he would come back or whatever." To, to say something you deserve right <laughs> so okay so this other guy from the big event comes and starts asking like okay for the people that haven't that just want to meet brian alone or need to buy like a ticket or whatever move to this line or whatever so sam ended up going because he didn't buy his brian ticket or the or mega ticket i forget one of those or whatever okay. he ended up just leaving so but you guys had both I had both. Ryan only had Omega, correct? I had Omega, yeah. I was going to buy Brian inside, so I only had Omega. Right, So, but he was still with us. So this guy that was like a couple people in front of us or whatever, he must have been like in his 50s, late 50s or whatever. I don't feel old. Right. He yells at the guy working at the big event, and he goes like, I've been waiting in this line for four hours to meet Julia Hart. And I'm like, What? Julia Hart. No disrespect to Julia Hart. Because I'm sure a lot of people don't know who Julia Hart is. Julia, Julia Hart is the girl that's with Hart. Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. He, he, she's their valet. This girl. Yeah, this girl's 19 years old. And this 50-plus-year-old dude is, like, mad as hell because he's been waiting four hours to meet this girl. <laughs> it's so funny how because this guy, he said he's – He's arguing with this with this guy. Now, this is a different guy than before who said, like, I don't give a shit who you're meeting. That was the guy who didn't take any shit from anybody. This was just some other guy working for the big event who was a little bit more sympathetic. That were, you know, like, you know, it felt like I felt like we shouldn't have been yelling at him because, like, 
And he just seemed like he was trying to help. But at the same time, everybody was taking their anger out on anybody who worked for the convention. Of course. So this guy's human, right? He's, he's legit pissed. Me and Mario are like behind him just fucking cracking <laughs> up. Like we are laughing hysterically right now to the point where I kind of had to like turn around. I thought the guy might have like, you know, <laughs> came for me. But, you know, but it's funny because it, it's funny that you mentioned that, Ryan, because at one point, remember the, the first dude that got played out by by the guy that worked in the big event? He just kept, like, when the line was moving, he just kept on complaining, like, oh, this is bullshit, whatever. So me, yeah. I'm now I'm I'm being a dick, so I'm kind of speaking not loud, but not loud, loud, but, some of you told them but loud enough for he can hear me. I'm like, I don't know why these people are complaining for. Like, you're the idiot that didn't buy no ticket, and now you're complaining because you, you don't know what's going on. Like, it's you should have planned a, ahead or at least expect like hey you might be waiting like why are you complaining for like why yeah, yeah like how about the people that already bought their tickets and are still waiting in line yeah so so the the line moves up a little bit more and now we're getting a little bit closer so some of the geniuses that that, that worked in this hotel or whatever i don't know if it was like the the hotel security or the people running the big event so where we were at we were kind of front of these doors or whatever mm. but these doors were locked okay so these idiots that were running this whole thing go like we're going to make a U-turn with the line so you guys could go through this door because we're moving Brian. And that's when all hell broke loose. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. So you've been sitting in that line for three hours now. Close to three hours. Close. So to all hours. of a sudden, they're like, we're going to call it on the fly. We're going to open this door. No, so logistically, which which there was no logic to put into it, what they wanted to do is, so if the, if the line was going like this, right, kind of like an upside U. Okay. If the line, if the line, they wanted to make the line go to an upside U, uh-huh. so then we could go throughout another door, which they should have just left the line alone. Because then now you have people bun, like uh, kind of yeah, like going yeah, through this to get door, to the front and like people are getting hot. People are already mad that they've been waiting in line. Uh. Now you see people trying to cut or whatever, so people are getting really hostile. Uh. So now we're like in, we're squished up into like this little like. <laughs> I guess like between two doors, right? We're like in it. We're like inside the hotel, but not really. We're like kind of like in between these two doors or whatever. Now, I'm I'm gonna use my words carefully, okay? Because Ryan, because Ryan knows what I'm gonna go with here. So, this individual that was on the spectrum, okay, wanted to fight Ryan. <laughs> what? 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 For real? Okay, why? Wanted to beat up Ryan to the point where now people are telling this inv- individual. Dude, he needs to calm down, relax, or whatever. And Why he was, did he want to beat him up? So it, it's funny because it, it's funny because I'm like, bro, chill out, man. He's not even near. Like he was like, oh, get away. Like he was getting like really hostile, or whatever. But yeah. you could tell he was on the spectrum. Okay, and, so so was he in front of you guys or close to you guys the whole time, or this is when the whole shuffle happened? I, I feel like he just only popped up at, only when the shuffle happened because I didn't see him either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what happened was when they when when they opened the doors to our left. Everybody kind of bum rushed in there. So everybody who was waiting in front of us was pissed off that the people behind us were getting in before them, which understandable. Of course. Um, But this individual, um, he had special needs. Okay, so like he was, um, he was there with. I don't even know if this was his father. That definitely definitely wasn't. That definitely wasn't his father. It was some. It was was, so. It was just him and then an older individual. Was it that same fifty-year-old that wanted to meet Julia Hart? No, 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 no. This is a different. Uh, No, no. But he was. He was was up there in age and. I thought it was his father. Um, well, that, that's, it that's why Leo doesn't go to these out. things because I'm not your father. <laughs> go ahead, keep going. <laughs> so he, say he, you know, we all bum rush the door and then they don't, they don't let us in. So we're still we're waiting in the little like little area Atrium. between the two doors. So he's so I'm like right like by this kid. Now I'm not like breathing down this kid's neck like he made it. Right, seem like. there was but, space. Like, there was space in between. Like there was so separation. Was, right. Yeah. 
But he, yo, he goes off on me, man. Like, you need a backup. You need to get away. You need a backup. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, what the hell? And he's like, he's very like, and I, I know he has special needs. So I'm not fighting back. Of course. Kid, okay. Like if it was anybody else, I wouldn't have taken shit like that. I'm not going to fight with this kid right. like that. All right. And then people behind me are like, yo, bro, calm down. Chill out. They don't even think they knew he was special needs. Cause he, he had what? to like, be and there was just one person. <laughs> I don't know if you heard this rhyme, but cause this kid, this person was wearing a Jets hoodie. Right. So there's this guy. <laughs> that was behind us he goes like this kid must have been pissed this guy's been mad for the last 20 years wearing that damn hoodie <laughs> <laughs> i did not hear that <laughs> but like the kid the kid the kid starts going off he's like he's like, i have anxiety hey, you're making it worse and i'm like dude i'm not trying to make it work like i'm literally I'm, I'm trying to be like i feel bad like i'm trying to tell him like i'm not trying to do anything bro like i'm not trying to yeah yeah up your anxiety, whatever. So you know what? I just turned around and backed off, and he calmed down, and then he gave me a fist bump, and he, and he, he apologized, which mm -hmm. I appreciate, whatever. But it was just like Jesus Christ! Like, what else could possibly happen? So, so while all today? this, so <laughs> while all this is happening, <laughs> Sam is just lost. <laughs> Poor Sam. Poor Sam. <laughs> so we just see <laughs> Sam inside through the glass. Wandering around like a lost puppy, looks like he doesn't know where to go. But, 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 wait, 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 wait. I, so he, so Sam had left to go buy the ticket. <laughs> you guys are outside, and you see through the window or through the door that he's just walking around like that person so, that's looking for like so, the gate okay. at the airport. So, like that's what he's so, doing, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> we love you, Sam. <laughs> So okay, so so oh, we, we, he looks like Tom Hanks in the again. terminal. <laughs> so this, so so we come. I wonder to if the viewers are cracking up. Just popping each other. <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm in tears right now. I'm in tears, oh, tears right now. So, okay, so what? <laughs> So okay, okay, okay. Oh. So what ends up? So we come to find out. So we come to find uh, out, right? So they, they, they're Sam. They're Sam. <laughs> like, so where do I go? <laughs> so so we end up finding. So we end up finding out, right? Oh my God, I'm in tears right now. So we end up finding out why Sam was waiting there. One, he was waiting for us. But two, so they had moved Brian. So Sam's fucking luck. <laughs> so Sam's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this show just went. This show is a mess right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the viewers probably think we're nuts. Oh, we so the show. So keep going, bro. Keep going. All right. Fun. So oh. it comes to find out. So with Sam's luck, he was the last guy that took a picture with Brian before they moved. So they were rushing Brian. Ah, okay. So then Sam. So it just so happened when they moved Brian was this entrance where we're going through. Where we're going through, um, where we're going through, where everybody's like bum rushing. Or so whatever. you guys, one of the first ones. Where Kinda, yeah, we were, we were we were pretty early, whatever. But Sam okay. was there because he's like, listen, you guys rushed Brian, <laughs> you got rushed Brian or whatever. So this picture came out all fucked up. Can I just take another picture? Which Sam ended up getting another picture. So that's why he was just standing there looking lost. But it, but we didn't know that at the time. So this is another case where where, where Sam goes to meet a wrestler <laughs> and something happened, and the wrestler was pissed. <laughs> no, Brian wasn't pissed at him though. Brian wasn't pissed. No, no, at but him. I mean, where, where he's right, just having a right, bad time. He's right, like, oh, Mister Brian. 
fine. We're gonna move you now. But but see, we <laughs> didn't we didn't know this until we didn't know this until we talked to Sam. So us like not knowing anything and just seeing Sam just standing there looking lost, <laughs> like Krakovia. It just looked. It was just fucking hilarious. So then it gets even better though. So now we're in line, right? We're ready to meet Shit. Brian. Okay, ready to meet Brian. Sam, we start telling Sam what happened because the kid that wanted to beat up Ryan was kind of like in front of us, right? So Sam goes like, I think that kid follows me on Instagram. <laughs> so there's, there's Sam with, with that, No, but see, that's the good picture. That's the good one, yeah. That's yeah. the good picture because the picture, I, we, that he wasn't that good or whatever. It, it, you could tell like he was getting rushed or whatever. So, so shout out to Sam. He did the right thing for getting another picture. And Brian, job, listen, Brian is a great guy because when I went... Uh, when I went to, to, this is my first time seeing, so I was telling this to Ryan too when we were waiting in line. This is the first time I get to like have an interaction with Brian since 2003. This is going back to his early days of Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. So, that you know, I, that was kind of the thing I told him. I'm like, Brian, what's up, man? Super cool guy. Great guy. And I told him, like, dude, I've been following you since, like, 2002, 2003 when you used to go to Rexplex in Elizabeth, New Jersey to, you know, for Ring of Honor or whatever. He's like, wow. He goes like, whoa, what the fuck just Turn happened the fuck here? Down, dude. <laughs> so he goes like, he goes like, wow, that that goes way back or whatever. And he popped huge or whatever. He's such a wrestling fan. Like, he he's the type of person that he'll talk to anybody about wrestling or whatever. And yeah. you can just tell whatever. That he enjoys it. Yeah, super cool dude or whatever. Um, And it, it was a great interaction with Brian. I don't know how your interaction with uh, Brian was, Ryan. Um, How, no, how was it, that? It was great. It was great. He's, he's, a, he's a pleasure to meet. I've met him a few times when he was in WWE. Uh, just, just a genuine down-to-earth guy. Okay, so we meet Brian. <laughs> Great, great guy, whatever. So now we got to go downstairs. Check this out. We got to go downstairs now Okay. to meet Kenny Omega. Now, now, logistics-wise, were there other wrestlers next to Brian or no. it was just people all over the place? So, no. so uh, apparently what Sam told me, I don't know how true it is, all mm -hmm. right? Don't quote me on this, but apparently Sam overheard a conversation when they were moving Brian from where he originally was at, which was not too far away from where Kenny Omega was at downstairs. So when they moved them upstairs, because it was just like I'm assuming it was just a mob of people, and that's why the line wasn't moving, right? So they moved them to a totally different floor, right? Wow. So when they moved them to talk, this floor, talk about half assed. Apparently, <laughs> it cost a big event like two grand alone just to move them to this to this other part of the hotel. Why, I, 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 dude? I don't know. That that's something. That's a conversation that Sam. <laughs> yeah. uh, we don't know anything. We don't know anything. But that's apparently what Sam overheard. Like something down those lines. I don't know. So we go downstairs, right? Now we're ready to meet Kenny Omega. Fucking crazy. It's it just like two separate lines. We don't know what the fuck <coughs> is going on or whatever. We, we don't know what's going on, right? So there's this little fucking short troll of a lady, okay? Oh, she another lady. She looks like the blue blueberry from Willy Wonka, all right? This is what she looks like. <laughs> and she sounds like Rosie Perez. She doesn't look like Rosie Perez, but she sounds like Rosie Perez, okay? She would not shut the fuck up up okay she was telling the people listen we can't block this certain doorway because that's the exit she was telling people to that then she starts she just wouldn't shut up it's like she just didn't know what she was doing then she starts telling people hey if you're just meeting kenny omega only two lines going this way or whatever we comes to find out that she fucked up oh my god leo I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I don't care. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to put it on blast. Leo, bring it up. Leo, bring it up. 
So the lady I'm talking about is that lady right there. That right there? That lady that's with Shawn Michaels and, and um and Marty Janetti. Let me tell you, I don't know who that lady is, but let me tell you something. Big event, don't ever hire to do that specifically. You could give her a job doing something else, but this lady sucks at her job. Okay, I'm sorry. But again, I was just looking at, at stuff, right, to see if there was any news on the money and stuff like that. But what I did see, the big event, right, updated the profile picture for big event 2021 uh, that happens uh, March 5th in 2022. But there's a guy, Jose Feliciano, that says, what does he say, Mario? My only request for the big event is to have an air freshener because a small room with thousands of people smelled like ass. And if I smelled your... <laughs> If I smelled it, your talent did also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's public. Okay. That's public. That so is. somehow he pulls this, uh, Leo pulls this up, and I see the fucking lady that sucked at her job, okay? <laughs> With Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. This fucking lady, let me tell you something. Hey, she sucks at go. her job. So tell, this is what she does. So she makes these two separate lines after she told us not to block this one entrance way or whatever. Uh -huh. Listen, I don't know who this lady is. I don't know, but I just know she's terrible at her job. And by the way, it's on the pu public profile of the big event. Is that like we've, we've okay. stalked her? Dale. So it comes to find out what she was doing was wrong. So now she tells oh, everybody that she told to make these two lines. No. Sorry, but... You need to go back to one line. So me being an asshole, no. right? Me being an asshole, I I like to add more, like like what we like to say, uh, like uh, like you know, just right, right. So just to add a little bit more. So I'm like this, oh, right? Oh my god! So everybody, <laughs> so so Jeff, Ryan's boy Jeff, backs me up, and then a couple other people started doing it too, like ah, oh, right. So, so she goes like, you need to understand or whatever. Like, it's a lot of people here. You always got to meet to Kenny Omega. But it's like, lady, shut up. You suck at your job. You don't know what you're doing. Like, okay? you're the one and a that voice that goes move. right through your ear. Too, right. Oh, dude. my God. So uh, nobody was fan of this lady at all. She goes like, so then we start telling people online, listen, do the opposite of what she's telling you to do because she doesn't know what she's doing. That's it. <laughs> so we finally now go inside, which is a tiny room. And you have about what do you what do you want to say? Like maybe fifteen different talents. Yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah, it's in tiny one, in a tiny little room, right? So it's like in like a, it, it wasn't even a convention center. No, it, was it just, wasn't. Well, my, and mind you, though, apparently from what I heard is they switched the hotel because this place was supposed to be bigger than the other. Hotel. No, it wasn't bigger. Let me tell you something. Bigger wasn't bigger. I don't know what. They are. Congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. Imagine if they would have kept it in the other one. <laughs> Go ahead. So now the lady, two lines. You guys come back. Ah, and puffing. Yes. Dale. So now we're in line. We, we can see Kenny Omega. We're now in distance or whatever. Okay. Right? We're all so talking that's good. About it. We're good. We're that's good. better we're... than the three and a half hours right. you got outside right. to go around the corner. We're seeing Kenny Omega. We're seeing By the him. way, this story is awesome. Dale. So we're seeing him talk to fans. <laughs> Kenny Omega's being a great guy, greeting all his fans or whatever, right? So Don Cows is right next to him. So. They threw in this option where you can meet Don Callis also separately or take a group picture with him and Kenny Omega, okay? So okay. there's this guy, right? And and Ryan or Sam didn't see this, but I did, and I fucking started laughing. <laughs> so while we're in line, we see this guy. He has, like, a whole bunch of gimmicks for Kenny Omega to sign, right? And one of the things was, like, this, like, AEW ring play set where, like, Kenny Omega's, like, in one of Kenny Omega's <laughs> figures is in the set or whatever, right? So he's getting, like, Kenny Omega to sign all these things, right? So he placed this, like, ring set gimmick thing, which is an AEW toy, okay? 
plates it, pl- places it on the table where Don Callis is at. Now, look at me, guys. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. And for the, the people that are watching this uh, on Facebook Live, Don Callis looks at the guy. He looks down at the play set and legit goes like this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? He's like thinking to himself. So what I did was like for the, for the people that are listening to the podcast. So pretty much Don Cass looks at this dude. He looks down on the toy set and then just starts shaking his head or whatever. He's like in his mind like this fucking Mark, gr- a grown ass man. This fucking Mark. <laughs> he just looks at the toy set and just shakes in like disgust or whatever. Ryan starts laughing or whatever. Ryan's like, yo, I just became a bigger Don Cass fan now. <laughs> <laughs> forget about what he does on tv like that's my boy now <laughs> it was so freaking i i wish i saw it but mario's uh you know in, in, interpretation of it was just <laughs> i mean my god just the fact that like because it's your typical mark that like buys this gigantic freaking thing with like a ring and all these wrestlers and he's get he's bringing it to get signed i have so many questions <laughs> i have so many questions i have so many questions so was this guy <laughs> Literally holding that the whole time in his hand. Yes. Did he yes. have it in the his book bag? Yes. Okay. So now let's go back. Did he get there on a car? Was he still holding it in his hands? Did he Who take knows, the man. subway? Who knows? With, like you imagine this fucking guy in the subway <laughs> with this big ass. <laughs> Who fucking knows, dude? <laughs> so to to kind of wrap up this to wrap up this story, we finally get uh, we finally it's our turn to meet Kenny. Uh, I greeted Kenny. He popped for my shirt. We started talking about Japan. I told him that I went out to Japan um, to go see him and Jericho for uh, Wrestle Kingdom. He popped for that. He told me he misses Japan, and it was a great interaction. That's one thing. While they were moving the line fast, both Kenny and Brian did give like that that individual time. With, you still got to interact with yes. them. It wasn't yeah. picture by, yeah. picture by. Yeah. Or it wasn't show your whole fucking set and right. fucking have people sign nah, up and then Ken, buy. Uh, Kenny was a great dude, people man. stupid. Man. And uh, Brian was a great guy also. So, you know, overall, my experience meeting both Brian and Kenny was dope. But just getting to that, it just was such a mess. And, you know, I got to get big event the biggest. Congratulations. You played yourself. Because, man, go back to the original uh, hotel that you guys were doing it at. Because this place was just a fu- fucking mess. It was poorly run. That little short lady, make her do something else because she sucks at her fucking job. Also, um, another thing I want to say about the short lady. You remember when she's calling, she's saying, anybody who has a Brian and Kenny dual photo op, please come with me. She, she says, I'll show you what the ticket for it looks like. So she whips out the ticket out of her pocket. Oh, she <laughs> holds it up and she goes, Brian's face here, Kenny's face here. She's holding up a Bret Hart photo op. <laughs> oh. So I go, I'm like, that's not it. That's Bret Hart. He's like, I know. I was just using that as an example. She, this lady, <laughs> this lady just sucked at her job. Lady. And then she left, and we never saw her after that. <laughs> I know. Like, and, and listen, I'm not. I'm not saying that this lady needs to get fired. You know, I'm not saying that. But just don't have her do shit like that. Have her fucking like hand out tickets or like VIP passes or something down those lines. She shouldn't yeah. not. She shouldn't be directing fucking lines or or this. Because one, she's fucking annoying as hell, and two. She sucks at her job. Well, and, and, but this is what you have to understand, right? And, and people that put together these shows, right? They don't understand that if if you have things organized, they're bound to be a lot faster, right? So when you have people like this, that basically they tell them, oh, just go and do this, right? And then all of a sudden things change. You need to understand that those people are the face of the show. 
You know what I mean? Like, ultimately, at the end of the day, you guys were going there to get things signed. You guys were going there to meet these wrestlers, right? But it's still a show. It's still the experience. Those two and a half hours that you guys spent outside, I am pretty sure if they would have done it the right way, you guys would have been in and out in two hours. Well, that's the thing, too. I wanted to get home at a decent time to watch football. You know, right before I left my house at 9, I left my house at 8.30 in the morning, okay? Uh, what time did you get home? Get there. I so my, as right before I leave, my dad's like, "Oh, you'll be home, uh, you know, by one by the Jet game." I said, "Yeah, yeah, sure. I, hopefully, I'm planning on it. Yeah. You know, convention have, starts at ten or whatever." I have more than Congratulations, time, you played yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm meeting two wrestlers, okay, two wrestlers, and uh, Kenny starts at ten, Brian starts at eleven. Yeah, I'll be home in plenty of time. Whatever. I didn't get home till three thirty. But I mean, and then the Jets were playing the Bills, and you guys, you know. I mean, yeah. Listen, I, I, it worked out. I did not need to see that check in. But point being is, you know. So thank you, big event. That <laughs> so that was that was our um, that was kind of the story. It was an episode like of Seinfeld. It was an episode of um, uh-huh. it was an episode of Curb Enthusiasm. That's pretty much what so, the line. It was called the line. So none of you guys actually recorded this. No, no, no. Ugh, Come on, bro. Come on. We Next said, time, just recorded. And and then we'll, we said we should have. Come yeah. on, bro. Like we gotta get you guys like a body cam and shit. Like that. It, it was. It <laughs> was. It was. It was like twelve hour battery life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so listen, we're we're gonna we're gonna just put it out there. We're not gonna talk about Survivor Series at all. We're not gonna cover it. But cause I want to no. Because because listen, it's Becky Bracken, Lynch and Bracken Charlotte. Knights. I think that should be the main event. They they really. No. This is probably the arguably the, the poor the worst poor booked WWE pay per view. That they've ever done. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's not it's, poor, it's been poorly booked. So we're not going to talk about. It, but we are going to talk about. We're going to talk about two more things. We're going to talk about this new Japan stuff that happened recently, which we'll we'll talk about it right now, real quick. So <clears throat> Will Osprey laid out the challenge to uh, Okada at the last New Japan uh, U.S. show, I believe it was in California, and I think it was Battle of the Valley event it was last week. It was right after a full gear, and Will Osprey said, "Like I want the winner of you and Shingo." So to determine who's the real world champion. And it's like it's an ongoing thing. Who's the real world champion for mm-hmm. night one? And then who's the real, real world champion for night two? I hope it's Okada. I want to see Okada Osprey. That's what I want. What, what do you think, Ryan? Yeah, that's got to be what it's building towards. We never got that match because of... Uh, I forget if it's because of uh, Okada getting COVID or... It was because it was of Osprey. It was an Osprey injury. Yeah, yeah. So we got robbed of that. That was supposed to be at the Tokyo Dome. Not Wrestle Kingdom Tokyo Dome, but... That may show that they were going to do at the Tokyo Dome, which yeah. ended up being postponed and all that stuff um, due to COVID. But I think, yeah, that's got to be what it's leading towards. And, you know, I, I heard Andrew Zarian of, uh, on the Matt Man podcast um, talk about how confusing this could be for people that don't follow New Japan or, like, you know, just don't follow it heavily enough. The thing is, like, everybody's got a belt now. So Okada's got a belt. Will Ospreay's got a belt. Shingo's got a belt. Osprey says he's the real world champion, but he's not. Shingo's actually the real world champion. Okada's got this old championship out. He's not actually a champion. He's going to fight the champion for the real championship. It's just there's so many moving parts. I think they could have done this a little bit better, easier, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I understand Will Osprey wants the belt because he's a real world champion, but like he doesn't need the belt. I just feel like there's too many belts involved. It's to the point where you almost forget what championship but, you're actually fighting for. But to counter that, which which is a good point, but to counter that, when was the last time New Japan has had this much excitement and people like yeah. really tuned yeah. to it as well? Because it's a very interesting story that they're telling right now with, in theory, like I said a couple weeks ago, three world champions. <laughs> 
Yeah. And you could tell, too, this has been going... So what? what is this going to be? The um, the third year that they're doing the, the double nights, right, oh. of Wrestle Kingdom? I think this is going to be the third year. Third year. And, and third year, what can we do for the third year? Let's add another night. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. We'll talk about it's that in a minute. It's going to be a whole but, uh, week. <laughs> with, with the two nights, it's like you kind of know that the G1 winner is going to face off the current champion. And then there's always going to be that one guy who's going to face whoever wins on the first night, on the second night for the championship. So you can kind of see where it's going already. Right. So I wasn't shocked to see where this was going, right, when Will Ospreay came back to declare himself as the real world champion. And we said, well, Okada won the G1, so he's got to get the first title shot. But then Will Ospreay is going to want to get his revenge. So I could have seen this coming from a mile away. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying mm-hmm. it's good storytelling. But it was very obvious where they were headed. I'm interested in it. And, um, and yeah, it should be awesome to see Okada and Ospreay finally get there one-on-one. Yeah. For the championship in the Tokyo Dome, uh, it's going to be pretty special. I, and I said this to you last week when we were waiting in line for five hours to meet Omega and Brian. <laughs> I was telling you this when we were just talking shop. Um, I mentioned to you if they decide to like this is just like an this is just an Okada thing where where like Okada is just carrying this IWGP Heavyweight Championship because he's the G One winner. If that mm-hmm. title does not return full time. What I would like to see is from now on, whoever wins the G1, instead of carrying the briefcase, they carry this championship. So I, if you know, I, I would be cool with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's. I'm curious to see what they do mm-hmm. with this championship belt that they brought back because what a tease, man! Right? Like, you just don't bring it back. You just don't bring it back to put it on a product right. for a couple of months and then and then get rid of it again. Like, I what hope... a tease! There's got to be something going on there. Right. I, I don't know. I, and honestly, it, it, it's to the point where I know this is all kayfabe, whatever. I know this is all storyline, whatever. But it's to the point where I, I'm rooting hard for Okada to Me too. Win. Me too. Because <laughs> so you know, it makes sense yes, then. Because if Okada you know? wins this whole thing or whatever, what's he going to do? He's going to carry both titles and the new IWGP he- World Heavyweight Championship, he's going to throw that shit on the ground and just carry the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. He's declaring it, right? it. He's the real world champion. Like, there you go, man. It, the story writes for itself. I mean, yeah. I feel bad for the, for the the person that created this, um, you know, uh, drag the uh, butterfly looking title, you know, because he he put so much hard work into it. Even though I'm still not a fan <laughs> of the title, but still, look yeah. at that beautiful championship, bro! Cursed, it's, it's fucking beautiful. No. New one's cursed. Yeah, it's cursed, bro. Uh, I blame Kota Ibushi. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, let's uh, uh, one last thing on New Japan, so we can talk about some AEW stuff. New Japan made some big announcement this past weekend. This this weekend actually, and it's that. Uh, night three, we're not going to just get one night, not two nights, but three nights of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. We're going to get New Japan versus Pro Wrestling Noah. I think this is going to be the whole theme of the show. What do you think about it? Um, I like the idea, even though I'm not really in tune with the Pro Wrestling Noah product, but I'm intrigued by it and I like it. Uh, what do you think, bro? Yeah, well, so to me, there's only two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. It's third, the, third, uh, the fourth and the fifth. This one... Kind of just seems like another, like, it's a stadium show. It's in Yokohama uh, right. um, Stadium, I think. So you don't uh, even consider this a Wrestle Kingdom, for, in your opinion? No, no. It's, you know, it, it's a cool concept. If they're going to do three nights, you know, I don't know how they could do a third night based on, like, New Japan storylines out of, like, the two nights of Wrestle Kingdom. It just makes sense, and I'm definitely intrigued by it, too. Although, you know, all these people online, it's funny, like, all these, um, you know, fan pages and, um, you know, everybody tweeting about all these matchups they want to see. I'm like, dude, how do you even know any of these guys? You know, like, I, I don't know, like, who watches the pro wrestling Noah product. I guess some people do out there. 
I don't know anything about it. So I couldn't tell you what's a good matchup, what's not a good matchup, who I want to see face Shingo, who I want to face to see face Okada. I have no freaking clue, bro. All I know is Marafuji. That's all I know. That's all I know is Marafuji too. That's and, all and, I... and, and the and the champion. Um what's his face? Um who's 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 the champion over there? Dude, yeah, I, I'm not in tune with pro wrestling. The, the, the older, the older guy who just won the title at the. Um... Oh, hold on, I gotta look it up. You definitely know. Great Muda. Great Muda, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's I, the champion, okay. isn't he? Yeah, well, I know two guys. I don't even know how the titles are in in pro wrestling. No, I, I, I'm not. Listen, this is. I, I well, let me let me rephrase this. I like this idea because I'm I'm just a fan of Japanese wrestling, right? But I'm yeah, not subscribed to a pro wrestling Noah product. I'm not against no. it. Whoever watches it, cool. Like, watch it. I think it's good. If something trends or whatever, I'll check out clips on YouTube or Twitter or wherever, or like on social media or whatever. But like, I, you know, there's only so much wrestling I could take. And I just. Exactly, yeah. You know, I, I'm, it's hard Especially for me. Japanese wrestling. Right. You gotta subscribe to it and pay for it. Right. And, you know, catch up on it on demand because it's all, it happens in the middle of the night. The right. States. So like, but oh. I do like this idea. One thing I didn't notice and um, I, I don't know how you feel about this. I'm not necessarily a fan of it, but if there's like any downer about this, it's like, wow, this pro, this is a, a separate entity because it's going to be on New Japan World like six oh. days after the show. Yeah. Like yeah, if you want to so watch stupid. it live, you have to go to like a, like it's like a, a second party or third party like it's a pay for it. Yeah, right? you have to pay for it, and it's a pay per view. So stupid, there yeah. is going to be English commentary, so that's a good thing. But still, it's like its own entity. Yeah, but you know, see, like that's my problem. It's like it's hard for me. It's that's with this is with anything too with with AEW or WWE like pay per view event right? something that's going to be like long, like three hours, maybe four hours. If I don't watch that shit live. Man, I'm never watching it all, the whole show on demand. I just don't have time, you know? And there's so many other things I want to watch and do and, you know, with work during the week. So I don't even know. Maybe, you know, like after that show airs, if people are talking about, like, this matchup that was really, really good, when it goes on New Japan World, I'll check it out. But as far as the whole show goes, man, I probably will not watch that whole entire show. I didn't even watch the whole Bally, Battle in the Valley show from last week. I went back to watch Okada versus... Uh, Buddy Matthews. Yeah, that's, and that was about it. Yeah. I did not watch anything else. No, no disrespect to my guy Jay White, uh, but I've seen him face Tomohiro Ishii about like twenty-five times already. I did not need to see that match again. Um, but you know, it, it's a cool concept. But I just don't like how it's not on New Japan World either. Because listen, we pay for New Japan World. I mean, yeah. Why? Why couldn't we get this included? Yeah. I just think it's dumb. Especially but, uh, if, you're, you know. if you're if you're if you're titling a Wrestle Kingdom Night Three. Right. Right. Yeah. And it's. And also, too, it would help, you know, if there's some people out there that, you know, um, I, I don't know, like, probably not, because not many people are into the Pro Wrestling Noah Prada from what we know. But, like, you know, that's also an opportunity, again, to get new subscribers to New Japan World if you have it on there. And it's just, like, so to me, that makes no sense. All I but... know is that week, those three days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, going to be a rough fucking three nights fucking waking up, like, at, I don't know, whatever time. <laughs> oh, watch it is. And also, too, AEW is at... Um, is at Newark at the Prudential Center. Oh. It's their um, debut show on TBS, and that's on January 5th. And as of now, I don't plan on going to it. But that's going to change because I I feel like they're lead. Uh, they're going to do Brian and Hangman at that show. I just have a feeling that's where it's headed. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to definitely buy tickets to that show. So that is going to be rough. I don't even know what I'm going to do as far as work goes because, man, staying up all night, working all day. and Quit! <laughs> Oh, that's, that's not... <laughs> well, listen, I, it's hard for me to do shows during the week because obviously I work. But yeah, the thing is, when my, if somehow I get off early that Wednesday, right? 
if I get off, like, let's say if I get out at seven o'clock, I will legit yeah. go on StubHub, one of these fucking buy a ticket and fucking just drive, drive to the, the Prudential Center. Cause I'm like about like 15 minutes away from my job. So oh, yeah. that's, God, that's the, uh, that's the plus side. But with the caveat yeah. is you need to get out by seven. And yeah. Cause it, yeah, right. <laughs> cause I'm not, listen, I, for me, I have no problem missing a couple of dark matches, but if I get to the venue like at eight thirty, I'm just like, ah, oh, that just kind of defeats the purpose. I'm like, oh, I already missed, right, like, right. Uh, you know, like a quarter of the show. I'm like, ah, nah, nah, nah. And what time do you usually leave work, dude? I let's say, let's say, <laughs> it, it, it's very rare for me to get out early. Let me Come put on, it that you're way. gonna get out. You're listen, gonna get out early that day. Listen, the day um they were at the Prudential Center uh back in September. I I had I brought like an extra pair of clothes with me. I'm like, listen, if somehow I get out early, I'll fucking shoot over there. Whatever. What happened? I thought we were gonna get out early. I was looking at the time. I'm like, oh man, there might be a chance I made it. Next thing you know, I didn't get out of work till like eight fifteen. So that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. right. Uh, uh, before we go on, I'm uh, I'm gonna call it an audible. Hey, oh. where's the white computer? Have somebody here that wants to say hello. Okay. Go ahead, turn on your your mic. Dale. Where is he? Where'd he go? I don't see anyone. Ah, uh, let me hit you with the button. You disabled it. No, no. Oh, I oh, see okay. it. Hey. I disabled it. Hold on, better at this. So I go in here. I go in here. Ask to start video. Yeah. Oh, oh. Mr. Dream. Yeah. What's up, bro? Dream, what's up, bro? What's up, man? Um, yo, he's uh he's there like yo get your video on i'm like i can't <laughs> i'm sorry it was supposed to be a surprise but there you go surprise well you actually made, you actually made up for for the last episode we did where you botched the whole fucking thing oh leo well there you go bro <laughs> you haven't even heard the surprise yet <laughs> what's the surprise what go ahead andy here? oh i thought i was a surprise <laughs> <laughs> well yes yeah, it's twofold right, here, it's twofold. blue's a surprise oh great uh, dog oh i love dogs <laughs> Yeah, I, man, bro, Leo, you put me on the spot. I don't even know how to do it, but uh, I'll, I'll do it for you. Yo, yeah, you do it. You do it. <laughs> I have no idea how All to right. present this. So, uh, the four of us here know that you've been going through some shit, Mario. Um, and a while back, when uh, Andy was on, by the way, Ryan doesn't even know. Only <laughs> no clue. No clue. Now, so that my wife just got a little sneak. Oh. Yeah, my wife just got a little sneak peek, but that's it. Um, so a while ago. When you started going through your shit, Mario, um, I reached out to Andy and I said, you know what? Uh, we all know Mario's a cool cat. We all know that we're here because of him. Uh, everything that Lucha has done. And I know we still got to go through full gear, but I didn't want him waiting. Okay. So uh, I know you've been going through some shit. So I had reached out to Andy and I was like, dream. This is what I have in mind. I can't do it, but I know you can. So we started working on this little project, um, which uh, it took us a while to put together because Dream has some stuff going on. Long story short, we found the guy and he put it together. And uh, hold on. Here you go, bro. Oh, shit. Show the people. <laughs> Dude. Holy fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a dream match wrestling. Wow. Put oh, together. Oh my God. Uh, oh my. Lucha outside the show presents Show Michaels versus uh, Mr. Rated R. Uh, and it's funny because you said Metuchen before. 
<laughs> bro, this is from us because we love you, bro. We're here because of you. Oh, man. Andy um, put it together. We got the guy to, to actually do it and print it out. We wanted you to have it. There's a couple of Easter eggs in there. Um, oh, my God. And Andy tried to get as much tattoos in there as he could. <laughs> nah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. But, <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but that's from that's from all of us to you because we understand that again like i said before um a hundred percent of lucha outsiders and a hundred percent of all this and you going to shows and you promoting what we do and bringing ryan on and bringing sam on ultimately and and all the people that come here come here because of you so thank you man uh, I'm, I'm kind of speechless no, here man <laughs> that was the whole point bro oh man so uh, dude <laughs> andy did i do it justice yeah, you did, man. Oh, um, uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I'm like I lost for words because I really didn't know. I think it was, it should have been you to present it, uh, Leo. But I think that that was the right way to do it, um, man. Because you obviously you know Mario, uh, way longer than I do, and you guys been through some shit together. Everything you guys built together is is quite amazing. So it, it's only right that you were the one to 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 give the initial speech. But I'll I'll add on to it, man. Um, not just with Lucha Outsiders, Mario, bro. You are. Uh, I don't get close to people very often and I don't get, uh, especially the people that I've never met in person. Right. But dude, you've, uh, from, from day one, you've been one of the kindest people I've ever met. And, uh, I, try, man. I, don't, I don't even know how, how to express myself as to how the way I feel about you. And you know, it, it, it's mutual. There's no other dude. words I can, it's mutual, man. Yeah. Like, I don't say this often, bro. And it's going to sound weird to everybody else, but yet, yeah, dude, I, I love you, man. You're you're a super cool dude. Thank You've you, been man. there for me. You supported you supported me with um, you know. And then there's a difference with support. There's people that support uh, expecting something in return. You always supporting. You support just about any, um, anybody that you like without expecting <laughs> like, anything back. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. I, I to, <laughs> listen. I, I'm listen. I'm not really an emotional guy like that, but like you, you definitely have me in my feelings right now. But I definitely, you definitely made me laugh right now when you said that because I am very supportive. And wh when I do love someone or I show love to someone, is because it, it really does come from a. a it comes from a good place, you know, and, and I, at the end of the day, I do want everyone to win. Now, with that being said, there is a, especially in this community, there's a lot of people I don't like, but uh, as long as you like us, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'm and Ryan, I think Ryan knows that for me too. Like I, I don't just like anyone too, so I'm glad that you threw that nugget in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure you, you only support those that you like, and those that uh, and not just that you like, but those that um that kind of like uh, are, are, are doing something for themselves that they, you know, they're, they're trying to change the game and they're trying to, they're trying to do something. And I'm talking about people obviously like me, like rush friends, like Ryan, like Leo, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're all trying to do something with this passion that we have. And dude, I, I don't think I've met anyone with more passion than you when it comes to pro wrestling. Ah, uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Um, that, I've, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of lost the words here, but I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get things together because we still got to, you know, finish the show. But, it's all right, um, bro. It's all but right. it, it was a nice little audible. Thank you so much. This, this, first of all, it's just an amazing piece, man. I actually want it on a shirt, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. Hey, oh, we, we know a guy. <laughs> we know, we'll talk about that later, later, Dream. But, man, um, dude, um, it's, it's an amazing piece of art. Um, I, I never would have thought seeing myself in, I guess, 
cartoon or, or comic version. I don't, I, don't, I don't know how you would word that, but uh, dude, you know, I, you know, I love you guys. I love all you guys, and and um, it has been a, a rough, rough year, and I'm still going through stuff. I just kind of try to, you know, stay distracted the best I can. But uh, you, you know how I feel about you guys individually. You know, Leo, you 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 know, you are a big brother, but at the same time, I, I've told you in the past, you can, have. Can, been... I be, can I be the younger brother? Absolutely not. You're an old man. But <laughs> but but you know. Despite the you being an old man and stuff, like I also told Leo that he's kind of been also like somewhat of a father figure to me as well. You know, like I, obviously I have me one feel old as hell. Obviously, Not I have, what he wants to hear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Come I on, I, obviously, obviously, I, I do have one dad, I, my only dad. But Leo has been, you know, Leo has been also like a father figure esque and. and and you know, I appreciate he's Theo that. Leo. Yeah, yeah, he's Theo Leo, whatever. Um, um, That's usually the one that hangs out with your mom, <laughs> especially, especially which we won't won't go into detail with the story. But there was at one point where where Leo and his wife dropped me off in the middle of the Bronx, going like giving me five dollars and telling yeah. me, "Don't spend it all in one night." <laughs> My fucking wife well, sends you to the wrong subway station. <laughs> so that's another story for another day. And um, dream, dude, you, you you talk about my passion. Your passion is like next levels man and and that's why i always um i've always post your shit and i always like you know even before we we started like interacting with each other i just saw your piece with bret hart and age and i'm like you know this guy this piece is just fucking amazing and i started sharing it everywhere and yeah. and um you know dream I, I love you too you we've we've had hearts to hearts with, with some of the things i've been going through and some of the things that you shared with me uh, you're a good dude. You're a great guy. Um, so, um, um, and, and we'll we'll change that. We'll actually hang out. Hopefully, we'll hang out sooner rather than later. We'll we'll make this happen. I don't yes. know when, but it will happen. And um, kind of going back to the whole me liking just certain individuals. Listen, uh, Ryan, the, if I didn't like you, you would not be here. And and we just clicked since day one. And and you know you you are very mature for your age, even though you look like a fifteen year old. Yeah, me too. But, <laughs> but uh, I do. It's uh, all, you know, yeah. uh, it's nothing but love with Ryan, and and um, it's just nothing with love here. I'm just kind of in shock still with the, with this piece, man. I I just I don't know what to say. But uh, you don't have thank, to say anything. Thank bro. you guys. It, it really <laughs> it means a lot, man. It really really does mean a lot to me, and and you know I, I love you guys and. Thank you, Dream. Now, Thank you, Dream, for this piece, man. Hey, and Leo for the idea, too. Thank you. Imagine having this for two months and not being able to show it to you because the guy couldn't <laughs> print it for us. Uh, and, and, <laughs> and the funny thing is with Leo, Leo is hard at keeping... He, he's very bad yes. at keeping secrets. Yes, he, like me, I'll keep a secret with no problem. I won't say a damn thing. Leo, he needs to fucking... <laughs> yeah. No, but 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 he again... He almost said something when I sent it to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, but this is what happened, right? So... Again, and at the end of the day, that's why I reached out to Dream, right? I was like, Dream, I have this idea. Again, I come up with ideas, usually when I'm flying, but I come up with ideas, um, but I know I don't have the talent to do it. But we know a very talented guy. And, and from there on, you know, we've talked about this, and, and he kind of had, okay, I want to add this, I want to add that. And that's why when you said touching, I was like, we have to do it now. Mm-hmm. Because that that's right around the corner from your house, right? You know, and and again, and it goes down to the first conversation that you and I had. What did we start talking about? We started talking about Rexplex. Mm-hmm. Rexplex is a place that I used to go play soccer in. Yeah. You know what I mean? And again, it, and this is what I tell people, and it's funny because none of them believe it. You and I did not grow up together. Nah, everybody thinks we did. <laughs> we did not grow up together. Like, dude, I met you in a barbecue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But again, th- this is what we what ultimately this show is about it's about friends 
coming together to talk about wrestling. Of all the people that have been on, the rest friends, you know, uh, the heel marks, Sam, um, all these people that have come into the, this this bubble that we've built, if you will. Right. Um, it's people that that we trust, and we have them come in. And again, the 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 bottom line has always been you, bro. It's been you. This is this is the show. And again, those guys there are the guys that we're all going to meet up one day. Right. And we're going to talk wrestling. Of course. But, of course. Dude, anytime. Thank you. Bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. I love you guys. Thank and what you do you so mean much. I'm bad at keeping secrets? I'm good at keeping secrets. Absolutely not. I kept you, this one. It, well, that, that's a, the, the, the percentage of you keeping a secret is very on the low margin. Okay, but can, can it go higher now because I kept this one? No, that's part of the percentage of like, oh, hey, you on. actually kept the secret. But, uh, dude, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much, man. It, it means the world to me. I can't wait to you know show the world this. It's just amazing. You kind of got me by surprise, man. I didn't know what to say. For that was the whole second. point, bro. That was. Can, thank I, you, can I say something about the piece real quick? Yeah, bro. man. Go ahead. Talk about yeah. it, bro. So, I mean, there's all, all those Easter eggs that Leo was referring to. They're all exclusive to you. They're, they all mean something to you. Um, so I try to get as many things as that, that I know about you. And I'll give you time to, to, to point them out yourself. But one thing I want to make sure you notice is um, look at the uh, image where you're, you're grabbing Shawn Michaels' leg right before he's trying to super kick you. Yes. So you look at your, you have an armband there. I want to make sure you notice that. Uh, I see it. And... MMR. No, MMS. It's MS. MMSR. MMSR. Senior for my dad. Oh, man. Thank you. I just, I'm looking at that now. That's, that's. By the way, so remember when I texted you and I was like, what's your dad's name? And you were like, I'm a junior. <laughs> yeah. That was literally what it was for. <laughs> <laughs> like it didn't click in my head until you were like, I'm a junior. <laughs> oh, that's what man. it was for, bro. <laughs> oh God, that's funny. That's... Hey, by the way, what's your dad's name? <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> and, and, for? And, and I didn't. Just thank and, you. No, I didn't. Dude, I didn't even ask him. I was just like, oh, it's just, you know, you know where my mind goes? Like, damn, Leo's such an old man. He's so forgetful. Obviously, I'm a junior. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I know it didn't click. <laughs> uh, I didn't think much, dude. But I, dude, this is such an amazing piece, Leo man. being Leo. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to share this, bro. Thank you so much, man. Hi, hey, welcome, bro. Thank you so much, bro. And and listen, dude, I I, I need this on a shirt, man. <laughs> I need this on a shirt. All right, I got you, bro. Well, well, I I, <laughs> I got you. You know what? Hold on, since we're talking about shirts, you got like this big thing happening this week. So why don't you you know plug away? Yeah, man. Uh, on November 24th, we're doing our version of Black Friday. It's We're calling it Dream Wednesday. And it's going to be, uh, we're going to try to make it a traditional thing to do. Uh, so every Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, um, we're going to try to do this Dream Wednesday. So it's our Black Friday. Uh, we're doing it this week. So we're going to drop everything that, that we have, um, all the designs that we've done. They're not going to be just on shirts. We're also going to do them on sweaters as well. So uh, sign up to our email list so you can get the uh, notification of when it drops. It should be available at like uh, 10 a.m. Eastern time, November 24th. And then you have two uh, Black Friday deals that you can select from. You can either do a buy two, get one free, or you can do a 25% off your entire order, whichever works better for you. 
Well, well, listen, I will be adding more Dream Mesh shirts to my collection because I have a whole bunch. Dude, I'm going to when I go home today, I'm going to send you a, a picture of shit that I haven't even like I have. Oh, I've opened them, but they're still like in bags. Like, you know, like when you buy shirts, yeah, they're like, still coming back. Well, <laughs> I, I was I was I was having this conversation with the restaurant a while ago. And I'm like, dude, I, I was like, I have a merch problem. I just showed them a picture. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> By the way, I like that Mexico versus Japan shirt. Yeah, man. Nice. Yeah. Uh, listen, just check out Dream Match uh, Andy's shit. Just check out Mr. <laughs> Dream, Dream Shirt. DreamMatchAndyShit.com. <laughs> just check out all his stuff because everything he does is just amazing. Him and his wife just put on, like, incredible pieces, bro. Thank you. Yeah, Dude, man. We, we just wish we had more time to do the, the artwork. The artwork seems to be the easiest part. The harder part is everything else, keeping up the website. Uh, doing the social media stuff and uh, yeah, and, and I've been on record and <laughs> saying some of my favorite wrestling shirts I have are from Dream Match. You know the Brian Pillman, Brian Pillman Senior shirt. Yeah, that's like one of my favorite shirts. But this piece right here, bro, this might be my new favorite piece that you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all need it on a shirt. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a dope piece. Thank you so much, man. Uh, do you want to stick? You got something to do? You want to stick around with us? We're gonna wrap up. We're gonna we're gonna kind of. Pull, uh, uh, we're gonna pull something. What, what do you call that word? Uh, we're gonna pull, um, an audible, an audible, and we were gonna cover full gear in its entirety, but I think now we just gotta kind of just go to like the high points and like kind of the big, <laughs> big stuff. You want to stick around or you got to dip? I wanted to stick around, but I, I do gotta go. Okay, all right, uh, dude, <laughs> uh, this little the reason why I'm outside is this little fucker. Where is he? You see that? Destroy the inside of the house. All right, bro. He well, just did some shit I gotta go fix and well, do all the other shit I gotta do. I, I yeah. can't thank you enough for this piece, man. I love you, brother. Thank you so much, man. It means thank you, everything to me. Thank you, yeah, man. It, it was really it was definitely an honor, dude. It was, it was an honor to do it. Um, I was actually, I felt, um, Shit, I'm not like a lost for words. Sorry, I, I'm not. I suck at this stuff. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it was an honor that Leo reached out to me and trusted in me to to do something like this to get this done for you. And uh, yeah, man, a lot of a lot of thought was put into it by uh, by myself and Leo. And uh, I really, really hope that uh, you really like it, dude. I <laughs> do. Uh, uh, I love it. I just can't stop looking at it. Like I said, <laughs> I, I I want the whole world to see it, and uh, I'll be uh, yeah, I'll be doing something a little bit later, and I'll be tagging you guys. So uh, thank you so much, Dream. Uh, I got dude. you on the shirt, bro. Oh, man. I well, listen, I'm gonna be spending money this weekend on your on your sale anyway. So um, we'll talk, bro. Um, thank you so much, man. I'll All talk right, to you man. later, brother. I appreciate it, man. I love you, dude. Hey, uh, Ryan, man. Nice to see you, bro. You too, as always, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan's here. Ryan's Thanks for noticing, man. <laughs> oh. Take care, bud. Hi, Andy. Talk to right, you later, brother. Hi, Leo and Mario. Later, brother. He's like, oh, later. shit, Ryan's here. Uh, <laughs> you don't want to leave me out. I feel yeah, like, yeah. Nah, nah listen. Ryan, uh, Dream is just such a great dude, man. No, he, no, he's, no a he's great. great. He's, he's a great, great guy, man. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully we'll all uh, get to hang out soon. But, I know, uh, yeah, uh, dude, a, a huge meetup would be yeah. awesome. So, um, all right, Ryan. So we were gonna cover full gear in its entirety, but you know, they they just threw a curveball at okay. me. I'll take this audible anytime. You know? So we're gonna we're gonna kind of just uh, go in a different direction and just kind of talk some of the bigger stuff that happened. I guess we'll start with the biggest news that came out of this, and that's uh, Hangman Page defeated Kenny Omega, being being now the new world champion. But I think what's and it's unfortunate that I'm gonna say this, but I think what's bigger. Then Hangman taking the title from Kenny is, I guess now we're getting more clear news on what's going on with Kenny Omega, yeah. and that's 
all these injuries he has, and then also wrestling with fucking vertigo since like I don't know how long at this point. Uh, I think it's safe to say that we're not going to see Kenny Omega for a for a while, which I think he deserves the time off. And he's going to probably get a couple surgeries done. I, I, he has like a, a shoulder in, in, uh, injury. And I think I be- that was the biggest one. The and I believe he's still suffering with some back issues uh, on top yeah. of the vertigo that he's going through. So, I mean, Kenny deserves all the time off that he needs or whatever. Um, I guess when it comes to this topic, let's first talk about this match. I thought this match was really, really good. I personally liked their match from last year a little bit better, but... I think the story that we're telling here is finally Hangman getting this ultimate uh, moment that he got. Obviously, I was wrong um, that this story wasn't going to continue. But I think from like a health perspective, yeah, I think wrong. yeah, I think from a health perspective, I think it's it's um, I think it's a good thing that um, mm-hmm. that the, we got the title change and you know this is now the era of Hangman and hopefully Kenny Omega gets a nice little vacation and hopefully he will come back better than ever because uh, you know uh, now AEW it, it, it's. Why it's unfortunate that now AEW, they're two arguably the two top guys are gone for the for for the yeah. for the near future with John Moxley obviously taking time to leave with uh, some of the issues he's dealing with and now Kenny Omega from an injury standpoint, I think there can be a better time for these guys to leave to do what they got to do because yeah. their yeah. their roster stack especially now with the acquisition of Jay Lethal or whatever you know you could always plug in Jay after How especially good was that match especially what we saw with him and Sammy Guevara on Wednesday now yeah, Jay Lethal really I think you could you could plug him in in a main event storyline and it's believable so um give me your thoughts on this match and then what's going on with Kenny o- Omega yeah, I thought the match was great. Uh, it was a really awesome main event. Uh, those near falls were were crazy. Um, our theory was wrong about Kenny Omega winning the match, which uh, you know I'm happy about. And um, you know, I did. We I think a lot of people thought too that Hangman was going to be the first guy to kick out of the one winged angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, somebody did kick out of the one winged angel, but it was actually Kenny Omega because <laughs> <laughs> Hangman used uh, used it on him. I thought that was pretty cool. But man, let's talk about the storytelling at the end, man. When the Bucks come out. Yep. Uh, you know, we saw the promo on Rampage the night before about uh, Hangman threatening the Young Bucks, saying, you know, uh, he'll make them pay if they interfere or whatever. Yep. And, you know, he said they're even now because he they costed him a shot at the world title last year and, and he costed them a shot at, at the tag titles or whatever. And uh, so they're even now. And I, the story is just incredible, man. When they, the Bucks come out, Hangman's going for the Buck shot. Nick Jackson, the camera pans over to him. He he's just he doesn't he doesn't interfere or anything. Um, Hangman misses the buckshot there, I believe, and then ultimately the one where he hits Kenny, where he wins. You have Matt on the other side giving him a nod to do it. Um, just absolutely incredible, man. Uh, great moment, a long overdue, and uh, man, yeah, it's it's it was just a, a great way to close out the pay per view, and nobody deserves it more than Hangman. I, I just I just can't get over how great the story was and and there's still some more story to tell i think with the whole elite and everything now um but man it was so awesome as far as kenny omega taking time off nobody deserves it more than him it's absolutely unbelievable all the things he's been dealing with um for the past you know few months or a few years or whatever and the fact that he hasn't skipped a beat man he's he's been putting on banger after banger after banger this is why there's no debate to me anymore who the best in the world is okay Yep. And, you know, I know a lot of people have debated for a long time. AJ Styles is, is 
is neck and neck with Kenny Omega. Right now, to me, it's Brian Danielson, who's, who's neck and neck yeah. with Kenny Omega. Okay? Yep. AJ Styles has kind of floated a little bit like to the land of irrelevancy. And it's not, um, and not, it's not, and it's not knock on him fault. or him as a no, performer. No, no. Like, listen, tonight he's in a stupid fucking battle royal. AJ right. Styles, arguably right. one of the best performers in your company. You have him in a mediocre battle royal. Right. Now, I'm not saying it's his fault at all, but I'm just saying if you talk about the best wrestlers in the yeah. world right now, yeah. you cannot name him. You, no, you, you just can't. can't. No, no, no. Um, he's, so he's not even going to make There's Danielson. no. He, he won't even be in an honorable mention when we cover like the top 10 wrestlers of this year. Yeah. What has he done? Exactly. What has he done this year? What has he done? Uh, you know, last time he was done something was when he was WWE champion. How mm-hmm. long ago was that at this point? So, um, you know, but Kenny Omega is just unbelievable, man. And I can't say enough good things about him. That's why he's been my guy for years now. And can you imagine if he's been putting on these type of matches with all these injuries? Can you imagine what a fresh yeah. Kenny Omega yep. is going to look like when yep. he comes back? And no. people are saying February. To me, that's way too soon. No, no. You keep him no, off until it's summer, man. Let yeah. him rest. AEW doesn't right. need him. They don't need John Moxley right mm-hmm. now. They're fine. So as much as I love Kenny and I'm going to miss yeah. him, he deserves to take off yes. a, a good majority of mm-hmm. of the first half of next. Listen, year. I, I, if somehow he makes it back by the summer where he's a hundred percent right around all out season, I think that's a good like oh, from a right, business yeah. standpoint, that's a good selling point. Like, hey, the return of Kenny Omega at all out, you could do that. Maybe built to an yep. Adam, Adam Cole Kenny Omega match at all out, you could do that. Yeah, that's what um, seems like but yeah, keep him off. He deserves all the rest he can, man. The, people forget like. From New Japan, right, doing all these incredible matches uh, in New Japan. Then his first year in AEW, which he was in a tag team, still putting on great matches, even though the fan base didn't want to see Kenny Omega in a tag team. They wanted him to have the singles run. So finally getting the singles run, like, it, it's just, it's been nonstop with him. It's been nonstop with yeah. him. So yeah. he, he deserves a long break. He deserves it. Yeah, by, by far, man. I, like I said, I love him and I'm going to miss him, but. I, maybe I won't even miss him. Like I said, there's so much great talent right. in AEW right, right now. It's almost as if like a lot of people are going to be able to fill that void, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, like I said, all the best to Kenny. I actually said mentioned that to him when when I after I met him, I was like, uh, "Hey, rest up, man. You deserve it." He's like, "I'm not even tired." Nah. Obviously, meanwhile, this around, guy's like, but, uh, mean, mean, meanwhile, this guy's looking at you. The room is fucking spinning. His shoulders <laughs> fucking all banged up and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Nah, man, yeah, yeah. I'm all right. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and that fucker shows up with the ring. <laughs> yeah, and that fucker shows up in the ring and whatever. Um, <laughs> Okay, so um, I guess we could tie this in with, with this also. So Hangman Page, new world champion. He got, like, pop and circumstance and Virginia, Wednesday night on Dynamite, and then out comes Brian. Obviously, the Dark Orders with Hangman Page. And Cowboy shit. Brian comes out, and he cuts a fucking promo, and we're like, yo, is this guy turning heel? Or he's just healing off on the Virginia uh, uh, audience? Dude, I don't care if he's a tweener. I don't care if he's a heel. I don't even care if he's a, a face at this point. Dude, I'm loving this version of Brian right now. What we're getting, this fucking oh, just yeah. fucking just cutthroat, I'm going to kill you in the ring type attitude or whatever. And the fact that now the story is going to, whenever we get Hangman Page and, and, and Brian Danielson, the story is he's going to run through the Dark Order. I fucking love this fucking storytelling. This is how good Brian is right now. Listen, I'm going to go on record and saying Brian is doing the best work of his career since the Planets Champion stuff. That's what he's doing right now in AEW. And the what? It hasn't even been six months that he's been in AEW. What, three months? He's doing, in three months, he's doing some of the best work he's done since the Planets Champion. What was Planets Champion? Like two, three years ago at this point? Yeah. So 
Brian right now, the story is he's going to cut through everyone at the Dark Order. I, bro, I'm loving this fucking story, man. What, what do you think so far of this? Like, I don't know if it was a tweak. I don't know if this was planned. But he, listen, the match that he had with Evil Uno, he had the audience cheering for Evil Uno and booing Brian. Yeah, yeah. Dude, this is how good Brian is, man. He started out on the microphone, um, you know, a, a, as a face and kind of turned, turned heelish towards the end of his promo there against Hangman. That's how good of of a performer he is, man. He's just, like, I, I agree with you 100%. He's doing the best work of his career. He is literally reminding everybody how good he really is. Like, I think a lot of people forgot because, you know, over the years, you know, again, when you're in WWE, kind of floats under the radar a little bit, uh, you know, how good he could be. You know, he's held back a little bit. Um, WWE was overprotective of him and, and his head and everything, so he couldn't do as much as, you know, he's capable of doing. And in AEW, he's doing everything um, he used to do before WWE, just showing everybody and reminding everybody he is one of the best wrestlers in the freaking world. That's why I, I give him the nod over AJ as like, you know, being neck and neck with Kenny Omega mm -hmm. right now. Still think Kenny Omega takes the cake as the best wrestler in the whole world. But Brian Danielson is right behind him, like literally right behind him. Listen, That's how good he is. If, if we go back a couple years, 2016, 2017, 2018, AJ Styles would definitely been part of that conversation. Yeah. But unfortunately, um, you know, 2020 happened, which was COVID or whatever. And even during that time, he was still putting on some good matches or whatever. It just didn't happen in front of a live audience, unfortunately. But, you know, uh, unfortunately, AJ Styles, as much as I love him, as big of a fan of it, I am of his. And it's not his fault. It's the company's fault. They, they're just not treating him like the top star that he is, unfortunately. And... Who knows? Maybe he'll pop up somewhere else one day, which I'm I'm hoping and praying for. Um, going back to some of this elite stuff, uh, I like the little uh, teaser we got at the end of uh, Kenny Omega kind of addressing the audience and saying, like, hey, I'm going to take a leave. I need to get my shit back on track or whatever. And he kind of tells, like, you guys hold the four for the elite or whatever. And Adam Cole kind of being like that secondary, like, leader ask goes, like, you know, don't worry, Kenny. We Don't worry, cleaner. We got this or whatever. And Kenny Omega just looks at him and was like, no, I was talking to the Bucks. Didn't he say, I, I got this? Yeah, he was like, no, I think Cole said, like, we got this oh, okay, or whatever okay. as a collective. And then Omega goes like, no, I was talking to the Bucks not you or whatever so there, there's still tension there we've been seeing it at being the elite or whatever um do you think we're gonna get o'reilly showing up and we're gonna get ultimately what we're gonna get is the undisputed era probably in a different moniker versus the elite eventually i'd love to see that um from what i'm gathering now we're like uh you know, from rampage on friday night when uh adam cole just left bobby fish bobby fish is uh, just a lackey <laughs> In the middle of the tag match, yeah, I feel like there's going to be some tension there. But eventually, and it's 2022, I would love to see that. Um, I think Kyle O'Reilly is 110% coming over to okay. AEW at this point. Um, so, yeah, man, I think that'd be awesome to see. And, uh, yeah, man, they, Kenny Omega, Adam Cole, seeds have been planted. So I'm, I'm excited Here's... for it. This is, what, this is what, too, if you remember, right before Adam Cole um, wrapped up with New Japan, mm -hmm. him and Kenny were kind of feuding a little bit, yes, too. And they I thought were. we were heading to see that yeah. match. And then, of course, WWE came calling and he left, so we never got to see it. Mm -hmm. Here we go, baby. We're, 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 we're going to see it. Soon. Listen, if, if Kenny Omega gets uh, healthy by the summer, that's your match for All Out. Kenny Omega, yeah. Adam Cole. Yeah. Well, then that's exactly what's, what Kenny is going to come back to do. He's not going to come back to avenge Hangman and become world champion again. I, at least I don't think so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's going to move on to this elite, you know, uh, dissension storyline. So I think Adam Cole and the Bucks are going to run rough shot over everybody and everything um, for, you know, the next few months or maybe, you know, good first half of, of 2022. 
and then see Omega coming back and, you know, maybe the Bucks turn on Cole or Cole turns on the Bucks or vice versa or whatever. And, um, yeah, man, it's listen, they got a lot of stuff that they could do, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, usually, like in a, any other company, like especially WWE, you can't even look forward to what they're doing in like two weeks. They have no no clue. AEW is planting seeds now for like a year in advance. It's, it's unbelievable. Uh, Antonio Tovia goes like AJ wouldn't fit in AEW. He's too classy. You know what? This is what I got for you, bro. Classy? Congratulations. You played yourself. I don't even know what that means. That doesn't I was even make sense. Saying, I don't even, what does that even mean? What does that even mean? That doesn't make sense. I don't know what you're Come trying on, to mean bro. by that, but yeah, you're getting a congratulations from me. Uh, okay, let's wrap up with one last thing. I know there's a whole bunch of shit that happened in Full Gear. Overall, I thought the Full Gear pay-per-view was great. I enjoyed it. Yep. 100%, 110%. AW, when it comes to pay-per-views, they, 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 always, they always get you. They always grab you. Yep. They always... It, the, the excitement's there. And, even, and I did a post before even Full Gear happened. I was like... The excitement, anticipation levels of AEW pay-per-views before the pay-per-view even happens, they're there. You feel it. Like, they just hit different compared to... That whole yeah. weekend. It, compared to, like, mm-hmm. like tonight. All right? And I'll just leave it like that. <laughs> oh, wait. Well, okay, well, I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. I didn't even know Survivor Series was on tonight. Well, there you go. <laughs> the only one, bro. <laughs> um, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, Survivor Series. I didn't know that shit let's, was on Let's wrap up with this. So we got CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, or whatever. It was a short match, but after going back and watching it and kind of like, uh, kind of gathering my thoughts together, I think it was, it was meant to be the way it was supposed to be. For the simple fact that yeah, it wasn't booked as a match; it was booked as a fight. Even CM Punk didn't hit do his regular shtick where he goes like it's cro- uh, cobbling time or whatever he did. He he just went straight in there to Eddie Kingston's face and you know whatever they you know Kingston hit him with the with, with that backhand or whatever and it was more of a fight than a match so I think the time wise I think it fit perfectly okay. I, I I just there's this one picture I believe it was Beyond Gorilla that took the photo is a picture yeah. in, where they're both in like facing off with each other but they're across from each other for in uh, the ring post or whatever and they're both just trying to. Like, you know, uh, pull themselves back up, and that photo says so much because it's like two veterans in their own right that that went to different paths or whatever. There's so much hatred there, or whatever, and now they're just they're being the shit at each other. It just told a great story in that photo. But uh, Punk went over. Punk tried to shake Kingston's hand. Kingston wanted nothing to do with it. Fast forward to Dynamite. MJF put on an incredible match with Darby Allen. At full gear, I think it might have been MJF's best match in his whole career. It might have been one of the best matches that whole night. And MJF cuts a promo saying, like, no one could touch him on the mic, that he's the best performer, that past, present, future, out comes CM Punk. Now, remember the handshake. CM Punk wanted to shake Eddie Kingston's hand. Eddie Kingston walked away from him. In this case, MJF wants to shake CM Punk's hand. CM Punk doesn't say a word on the mic. But told a lot by just smirking at uh, MJF, not shaking his hand, and turning around and walking away from him. You want to talk about storytelling? That's storytelling, my friend. Anybody, any <laughs> schmuck, any peckerhead that says, like, AEW doesn't know how to tell stories, you're completely wrong. You're just a fucking hater, and you're just trying to find something to hate on AEW. That is what I call storytelling. Uh, strange dabs on our Instagram <laughs> says, I only got three words. I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, <laughs> let's go Ryan Ryan uh, talk to me about uh, Punk and Kingston and then Punk and MJF the little tease that we got yeah I, at watching it live I thought it, I, I wanted more I needed more um, I thought it was way too short I agree with you though watching it back I feel like it was perfect 
And it's one of my favorite matches now to watch. It, it was, I mean, if you even want to call it a match, it was a fight. It was a fight. That's exactly what it needed to be. And there was blood and it was just violent. And it was, <laughs> there were so many middle fingers yep. and it was just, and so many, it was, and so many and, fuck yous. <laughs> yeah. There, so it, it was exactly what it needed to be. I loved it. Um, I'm not surprised Punk went over, even though I think a lot of people, myself included, were hoping Eddie Kingston was going to go over. It would just be a huge win for him. It's okay. Um, Punk went over. And now we're getting this MJF feud, which I am going to enjoy the hell out of because it's going to be awesome. And I'm sure you've seen the picture, too. Everybody's seen it. The yep. picture is floating around of M- yep. little MJF meeting CM Punk when he was a kid. I, <laughs> I swear, I swear to God, me and my brother were at that meet and greet, too. That was oh that had to be at the Massapequa Sunrise Mall. Because uh, MJF grew up on Long Island here. And that was, I don't have a picture with CM Punk because it was so long ago. I still have the autograph. This was in 2008. Um, and I met <laughs> CM Punk there as well. And I remember, I, I, it had to be the same meet and greet. Uh, I don't have a picture. Uh, but it's, it's just so crazy to, to, to see that. And, uh, you know, it's just going to... It's just it, the, the story writes itself just from that photo alone, man. You know, and I think this is going to be one of those situations, too, with MJF and CM Punk. Whenever we start, like, getting, like, the, the – the, when we're on this ride to eventually getting this match, I feel like the match is probably going to be really, really good. But I think what's going to be memorable is, like, those promos because – CM Punk, like he'll bring up the picture. You were just a little CM Punk fan or whatever. But MJF, see, MJF is believable to attack things of CM Punk that no one else can. can. Yeah. I'll give you an example. His failed UFC career. Yep. His The elephant in the room, the fact that he's working with one of his ex-best friends backstage. The yep. fact that maybe Eddie Kingston is right. Maybe a lot of people don't want you here. The fact that he walked away from the WWE because he, he didn't get what he wanted. Like... MJF is going to touch on things that no one else can. And what better person to do it than MJF? Because it's going to be believable. And he get away with it. That's what he could do. Yeah. He gets away with yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. do, do you guys remember when the whole Rosie O'Donnell clip came up? When MJF... Were, you sing, were you singing like opera or something? Yeah, yeah. So you remember how he actually went on the mic and started talking shit about that? Like, you know, oh, mm-hmm. they did it without my consent, this, this, and that. And that was believable. And that mm. was over a video that had nothing to do with wrestling. Right. Now imagine yep. what he could do with something that has to do with wrestling. Right. Like that picture. <laughs> you yep. know? It's going to be great, man. It's going to be... Uh, interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. I think we're in for a ride when we get these promo battles. And, and oh, it's just going to be so good, man. I'm, I'm really excited, man, for this. Yeah, dude. Me too. I, it's just... It's, it's funny how, too, this is not going to be on a pay-per-view, bro. This is going to be built toward... To, on TV, and the payoff is most likely going to be on TV too, because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see how they drag this out until February. So, uh, it, that just goes to show, man. It's just further proof that AEW, the television is must see too. Yep, television product. It's not like they're blowing this off on a pay per view it, or whatever. This it's, is it's being built mo- on TV, and the payoff will be on regardless on how you feel about AEW. And if you want to bring <coughs> up the whole ratings card, um, listen, AEW is the most exciting wrestling show on television. There's there's no there's no debate or whatever. I don't give a shit about ratings. I don't care what SmackDown's doing or whatever. But when it comes to must-see TV and that excitement level for wrestling culture, AEW on a weekly basis, they're giving you that. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, one last thing before we lap, or wrap up. One thing I did notice about AEW's Full Gear is that we didn't get a promo for AEW's Revolution. So I'm very curious where AEW Revolution is going to be at. Do you have any thoughts on that, Ryan? 
I was wondering the same thing. Um, I don't have any thoughts of where it's going to be. I have no clue. But um, I'm hoping it's in the Northeast. That's how he could go. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I just feel like, well, they got to go out West eventually, oh. right? So I'm thinking it's going to have to be. But you know what? I, I, honestly, I'm okay with it, man. If I don't have to spend any more money right now, so they could give me a little break from spending right. money on all their shows and stuff, right? Um, that'll be fine. The West Coast fans deserve it. So. I don't know. Uh, one of my buddies actually brought up a good point too. That um, you know, St. Louis got gypped out of um, out of full gear uh, this year uh, due to the circumstances yeah, of yeah, UFC, yeah. Uh, yep, you know, yep. going head to head, and then they had the Rampage show live still. But Tony Khan said he'd make it up to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of my buddies suggested maybe uh, he gives St. Louis uh, Revolution, which is a possibility. Um, I know a lot of people think it's going back to Chicago. It's not. I, I, I. That's one place where I don't think it's going to go back to. The only reason why I think that Revolution was in Chicago last year C2E2. was C2E2. Was a C2E2, yeah. And I looked it up. It's happening in December this year in yep. Chicago. Yep. Um, so it's not going to be Chicago. Um, so, yeah, either St. Louis or somewhere on the West Coast would be my guess. But it is a little odd that, uh, yeah, they, they didn't mention that. And they didn't even, like, have a promo for it on, like, a, a date. You know, they don't even have a date mapped out for it yet maybe they you know they don't have a location are they even gonna do it no they definitely do it they're not gonna cancel it oh yeah yeah they have to do it they're gonna do um, it yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see yeah it'll definitely be interesting but that that's it man um you know we we, uh leo called an audible it was a good audible or whatever (laughs) yes definitely caught me by surprise (laughs) i had to gather myself back up that was the whole point. And kind of finished the show. I think we fi- I think we did well. I think we we, we finished it course, in, uh, in, in, with a bang or whatever. And we, we talked about the good. We talked about the bad. We talked about the hilarious. And we talked about, you know, all the, the ugly. Yeah. And we talked about everything. It was, it was a good show. Uh, what do you think, Ryan? Oh, absolutely, man. I don't think we've ever... Have we ever done a bad show? I, mean, I don't think so. No, no. Listen, <laughs> what... Th- might, might, might disagree, but, you know, yeah, well, screw them. They're giving, they're giving us their view, so yeah, jokes who, on them. Congratulations. And listen, what kind of view saying, like, AJ Styles doesn't fit AEW because he's too classy? Who gives a shit what the Pecker has saying? Like, what does that classy, even mean? Man, Come on, Antonio. Know. Let's go. That's All right. All right, Ryan. Give me your plugs, Ann. All right. At Lucha Outsiders on Twitter. I apologize if anybody's noticed that I've been a little quiet on there recently. I'm um, just been busy, man. Like life's just been busy, and um, I haven't even really been tweeting too much from my my main account. Um, so I'll be back on there. You know, I didn't really do any much for full gear, but I promise I will uh, get back on the Twitter machine soon. Uh, at Royal Ramble Wrestling on Instagram wrestling. Um, and Wrestling Radar on YouTube. Definitely subscribe. Leo, BlossRadio.com. That's it, huh? Or <laughs> <laughs> right. by the way, I gave uh, Ryan last week his Los Radio hat. Oh, it it yes, would have yeah. been nice if he wore it today. I know. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> I literally, I literally just remembered before when I saw. Um, what, right when, when I saw say- <laughs> when I saw Dream wearing the the loose, the black hat, I was like, oh, I got the lowest radio hat. Next week, bro. Next, next week, week, I won't disappoint. All right, it's it's all right. See, what happens is when I'm when I'm sitting here, I got like a couple of hats, so I could just flip them over, and they just kind of land, and I put them on. Uh, that last one I've never worn, but it's there. Mario can see it. Uh, but no, we're good. We're good. Losradio.com. Hey, we're building some stuff. We're doing some things. And uh, yeah, bro. We're, it's us against the world. And this is part of it. All right. Uh, you know, let me give another thank you to Dream again. I'll, I'll send them a private message later. But, you know, thank you again for this amazing fucking piece that I just can't stop looking at it. Well, holy shit, bro. Put it towards uh, the middle. Put it towards the middle. So come on camera. There, I, 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 oh, I, look I, at that. Look at that. Look at that. Oh. 
Amazing, amazing case. Thank you, Dream. Thank you, Leo, for for doing that. It was a really, really nice surprise, man. I wasn't expecting that, man. I really, it really means a lot to me. Uh, bro, okay, you, sh- you should know by now, bro. Come nah. on now. So uh, n- next week, we'll. Um, I think we'll. I think next week when we do the show, I will. We'll probably make the announcement on what's going to be the last show of the year, which will be the Luchis. We'll 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 uh, we'll talk more about that and more info on that, which will be the last show of the year, and. Um, you can find me at Rated R since 87. Make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. If you miss anything or everything on today's episode, make sure you download subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, it's going to be fancy. Apple Podcasts, soon on MSG, LoshRadio.com, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast needs. And one last thing, let me give a quick plug to WrestlePro. They're going to have a, a a show in Jersey for anybody that's in the Northeast that you know, want to check out some wrestling post-Thanksgiving next Saturday at Rawway. Uh, they're going to be doing a, a show there. Joey Janelle's on the card. Sunny Kiss, a whole bunch of other talent going to be there. I think the claim is also on the card. So you know, if you want for more information, check out Wrestle Pro. And uh, that is it. And here we go. Whoops. Oh, oh. oh wait, oh. wait. Hold on, wait. Let me. The other one. I kind of botched it. Hold oh. on, give me a second. Congratulations. There you go. You played yourself. And here we go. I think that's the first time you actually congratulated yourself. No, I've given myself congratulations before. I've done it before. I have Listen, anybody could catch a congratulations. The peckerheads, the the people on the chat that said stupid comments, the computer, the computer, Leo, myself, the dog, Ryan, the dog. Anybody could get Anybody's give, eligible, yeah. Anybody. Listen, we handed out a couple congratulations last week on the big event. <laughs> well, I mean, a couple, yeah, more than a couple. I still can't believe Sam was over there looking around like Tom Hanks like no, it was it was because you gotta understand this is before we knew what was going on. So when we just look him, we look at him just dumbfounded, like just kind of like a lost puppy. We could just not stop laughing, bro. Dude, oh well, my god. Well, you saw our reactions today when we were fucking laughing. It was just oh hilarious, man. But shout out to Sam, man. Um, he's another great guy. We we had a good time last week. Yeah. Fun times, bro. Fun times. Uh, I really hope you like it, bro. And, and oh man, it's fucking amazing. I can't wait to. <laughs> I can't wait to show my mom, bro. Like it's just such a, <laughs> it's, it's amazing, man. Thank I you, th- thank you to Vagabond Arts, and I'll send you the link. Uh, they're the ones that actually do posters like that. Mm-hmm. So you basically send them any picture, and they'll put it on a frame like that. They also do. They also do things like this. Oh wow, that's dope. Yeah, and they're dope. like, like you can hang them up. Yeah, they gotta do That's dope. All right, here we go. For the old man Leo, yeah. for Orion Radar. I'm yours truly, Mr. Radar. Till next time, keep Radar and stay sweet. And good night. <laughs> <laughs>